All right, let me host this thing. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to an episodic discussion of the Street Fighter podcast. And we're talking about the entire series here. My name is Renegade Operative, and I'd like to introduce my panel. First, we have Rad Rad. Hey, feel bad I wasn't here for the Tekken episode, but I wouldn't miss street, the Street Fighter talk for the world. Oh, believe me, there's tons of other fighting games we have to get to as well. Next up, we have Mr. Kaneki. Oh, boy! Next that's up, we, yeah, that's it. All Next right. up, we have Daybreaker. Hey, how's it going, guys? Mr. Infernal Dragon. Sonic Boom. JoJo. Was that a Fist of the North Star reference? No. Oh. See what I did there? Thank you for having me on, by the way. Fuck E Honda. All right, next up, next up, we have last but not least, Hades. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? All right, we're gonna jump right into the questions, unless I miss anyone. I don't think I missed anyone. Uh, so, question number one is Street Fighter 1 was known for being a rough start to the franchise. What major problems did you experience while playing that game? Uh, I'm gonna make mine brief. I just played it like 13 minutes ago and I thought it was god awful. The hit detection is so off, dude. Like, what is, like, why does it take like two buttons to do the Hadouken and constantly mashing it? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, you don't know how to do specials in Street Fighter 1? No. Okay, because uh, in Street Fighter 1, like, my first complaint is the insanely difficult to execute specials. But to do specials in Street Fighter 1, you have to hold the button down, do the motion, and then release the button. Oh god, that's god awful. That's how you do specials in Street Fighter 1. Try doing a Shoryuken with that. It's almost impossible. Even though the Shoryuken was insanely broken and you really needed it to beat anybody. <laughs> Also, I got to Mike and I realized that I kept getting like three shot it or two shot it and I'm like, this guy is garbage. That's how most of the the characters in the game work, because uh, if you can learn to do the Shoryuken, it kills in, in one Shoryuken. It's three hits, instant death for anyone who touches. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's knowledge you, it's knowledge you need to know if you're going to even have a chance against the god. You know, I'm willing to grant you that the specials are a pain in the ass to pull off. Have you tried actually moving in that game? <laughs> oh god, jumping is a nightmare, I remember. You don't Shibosh. even walk, you just sort of hop from place to place. <laughs> yep. It's the worst. Grand question, have you gotten further to Sagat? Mm, no, the last person I stopped on was the stupid ninja that kept disappearing over okay. and over again. Yeah, he killed me and that ate up my Ooh, last credit. Jesus. He's he's not hard from what I noticed. Like his health is really it doesn't take like a lot of hits off you if he hits you. But the problem was that I couldn't hit him, so I lost my last credit. I think I would have beat him second try. That's where the show you can comes in. Sagat is I guess Sagat is a pain in the ass, I guess. Someone tell me how he fights. Sagat one shots you or two shots you. So how would you feel about fighting a Sagat where you can't block any of his attacks? I would... would rage quit that game hard. How would you like an unblockable <laughs> tiger knee? That's Street Fighter 1 Sagat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, I, gotta, I gotta bring this up before I forget. Does anyone remember the TurboGrafx-16 port? Yeah, it was called Fighting, Fighting Street. Street. No, yeah. look, look at this cover. Look at this cover. Remember oh, this? Shit, yeah. <laughs> anyone see this? Like... <laughs> what? God, I know that's a stage, but holy fuck, man. 
you could make a you could make a vaporwave album cover off of this if you just splash pink and blue all over it. That's real, man. That's Ryu before he went fucking old. Can we bring back red-haired Ryu? I feel like it's a neglected design choice. Oh my god! Little karate shoes. He has that as a costume in SF5. He does. I never seen it as well. I never seen it. Yeah, that's that's cool though that they brought that back. If if we want to talk about like weird little things in regards to Street Fighter One, you know the original arcade cabinets for Street Fighter One only had like one punch button and one kick button, and how hard you smash the button was like how strong your normal was. Yeah, I remember. Th I remember hearing about that. It was really awkward. Start breaking your hand trying to do a roundhouse kick, just smashing it into the <laughs> the arcade cabinet. Anyone else have any like sort of experience with the awful, terrible, dog shit Street Fighter One? Well, I guess I'll I guess I'll go. Um, my, my my weirdest experience. Well, I didn't actually get to play the game until the thirtieth anniversary collection came out because I heard of how awkward the buttons were, and I figured that'd be a pain in the ass to get maimed to work on. So I played that, and I just. It's a game I just can't stop laughing at. Like, like, like. I think it was Rad Rad who mentioned how there's no walking. You just hop forward and hop backward, whatever direction you face, whatever button you press. And uh, the character dialogues all sound like they, they sound like they got their hand over their mouth. You know, the 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 post fight little dialogue. What strength? Oh. But don't forget, there are many yeah, guys, guys like you like all, over all over the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> You've got uh, a lot to learn before you beat me. Try again, kid. Look at that hack. It sounds like the audio is being like transmuted through a tin can or something with a string attached to it wrapped in a sock. <laughs> Even that would sound better. And what I noticed is uh, Capcom rarely promotes this game for a reason because in every other anniversary collection outside of the 30th, it's never included. It's always Street Fighter 2 or Third Strike or just focusing on Alpha and that's it. Whoo, this game is bad. I mean, I, um, would you want to play Street Fighter 1 on a collection? No, no. I wasn't there a, wasn't there like a, a generic Capcom collection that was out in like the PS3 era that had Street Fighter 1 there were, on it? There were two on the PSP, and I was going to say that that was the first time I ever played Street Fighter 1 was on the PSP collection to add it. Mm. Okay. Can we talk about the bonus games of Street Fighter 1? I did see that there was like a mini game where you could break concrete. It was like, yeah. it's sort of like Mortal Kombat with Touch oh, Your Might. There's kind of a oh, yeah. feel, but the the way the meter works is it's not very clear if your attack's gonna be strong or not. Like <laughs> yellow and red, do I want to fill the yellow more than the red? Kind of help me out here, Capcom. Oh, oh right. All these people gather around to watch you break some concrete and heckle you to no end. If you fail, it's the best. Boo! I must have did it right because I must have did it right because I broke it on the first try and I didn't get mocked, so I, I don't know what happened. I just pressed the button and it happened. It's a, it's a weird game. Like I mean, 
one positive I will say, well, it's a couple of positives, but I will say that the graphics for the time looked good. The models look good and the music plays well. It's just the gameplay that's really, really appalling in my opinion. Because it doesn't work right. You say the music plays well, but now I know you didn't get to fight Sagat. If you can even call <laughs> Sagat's theme music in Street Fighter 1. Let me guess, it's terrible. It's awful. Oof. When Fatal Fury 1 is more function than Street Fighter 1. Well, the thing, about, the thing about Fatal Fury is they were making it as a counter to Street Fighter 1, not Street Fighter 2. And mm. woo! Ouch. Uh. But oh I guess. Oh god, who composed this? I I don't I, I had to listen to it after the podcast, but oh I'm listening to it now. It's like what the hell? <laughs> it's gonna be playing throughout the whole video. It's like the most noise noise ass noise you've ever heard. Okay, okay, so it's like someone's playing a xylophone with rusty spoons. So oh, it's, oh. it's just oh so like it's like how the basement theme had too many fart trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing up post-traumatic stress disorder. I I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna move on to the next question, which is question number two. So list some of your favorite characters that you enjoy playing with in Street Fighter. Who wants to go first? Yeah. Oh, you go ahead, Vega Lover. Uh, Vega's my favorite character growing up because I like how. How he can fight with a claw, with a claw, and th and this nigga can even fight without his claws if he wishes. Like I know there's a certain command you could take off the, the claw and you fight people without it. I like he has so many options. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Dinto. Um, another character I like is probably Brendan's favorite character of all time is Akuma. You know the shush, the raging demon. Half your health, or ent entirely of your health. Hello, Tekken 7. Uh, this man is so overpowered. I don't, I don't know why would you choose Ryu and Ken. Unless you choose evil Ryu. Probably the best way to play Ryu, in my opinion. And that's it so far. Uh, trying to think. Mostly, I'm a Shoto guy. It's not, it's not hard to admit it. So I like playing either Ken, Ryu, uh... For some reason, I don't like playing with Akuma. I just do it. If I do it, I do it for like funsies. It's weird. And He's then the all to Street Fighter. Yeah, pretty much. If he catches you with the Raging Demon, and then I'm trying to think who else. I, I keep forgetting who that guy is with the half Frankenstein face in Street Fighter Five. I keep Ash. forgetting his name. Yeah, I, I love playing with Nash in Street Fighter Five for some reason. Oh, oh, he's, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Before he got nerfed, he was he was a beast. Oh, season Men one. I'm saying you play Shotos, but not admitting to playing Dan in the world. I I don't know what it is with Dan. Like for Street Fighter Four, I just mostly stuck to Ken, or I mostly play with Cody. Uh, Dan was my main in SF4. I love playing that guy. I, I wish that the online for Steam, I don't know if it's still active. I wish it was still active because mm -hmm. I would try to play with Dan online just to fuck around with people. People should <laughs> play it online. Oh, I could re I'll reinstall that game if you want me to. I have it on Steam. Oh, yeah, sure. Same no here. problem. No problem. We, we can do IES grubs. Fight nights. <laughs> I'm down. Parsec that shit. Yeah, I have it on Steam as well. Steam stein me up. Anyone else have any characters they like playing with? Yeah, uh, I have a few. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 
All right, I will go ahead because I find that the characters I play are sort of the jack of all trades. You don't get more jack of all trades than Oro from Street Fighter 3. You won a fireball that you can shoot from uh, straight ahead or slightly above you. You have a grapple move where he grabs you with one arm and tosses you around like you're a cartoon character. You have this move where he jumps into the air and like dances on your head. You have this move where he grabs you, tosses you up in the air, you hear this fucking meteor sound, and then you fall down and you drop. Oro is as fun to play as he is fun to watch. There's so much depth to that character. All right, well, uh, if, I, if I had to say one more in there, uh, it would be Jury in Street Fighter 4. Uh, I admit I wasn't that great at vanilla Street Fighter 4, but when Jury dropped and I started discovering her stored fireball gimmicks, like, integrating that into combos is so satisfying. But that's about it. Gotta watch a lot of I.I. if you wanted to see high-level Jury in Street oh Fighter 4, man. His run at Evo, so legendary. Mm, good times. I guess I would say, um... Uh, obviously, my all-time favorite Street Fighter <clears throat> character is Ken, because mainly, yeah, he's a Shoto, but he he does it with his own, you know, flair and style, like with the fiery Shoryukens and the his his uh, costumes usually have all kinds of weird shit on them. I always liked him. He was always my favorite. He's probably my favorite, you know, video game character of all time. Number two being Sub Zero. Um, my other favorite character. I like in both lore and gameplay is uh, my waifu Chun Li. I can't. I I love playing as her in Street Fighter Three Third Strike. She's kind of my main in that game. And I'm starting to learn how to use her in a SF Five. And I would say another one I really liked who's. Um, I obviously like Jury. Jury was really fun. I like doing her flip kicks. And I would guess as like a sort of an unusual character I like playing as in Street Fighter, uh, Necro from Street Fighter 3. I liked his stretchy limb moves and his, his like Blanca-like shocking moves. I, I always had fun with, he was one of my mains in Street Fighter 3. Yeah, that, those are mine right there. Well, uh, one more I thought of. I wouldn't be playing Street Fighter V as long as I did if they didn't add Kaurin Kanzuki into that game. I was very happy they did because they took her Rekkas and made it a V-Trigger. So working towards that, uh, it's very satisfying to pull that off. Just the... just Overall, Kaurin is my favorite character. Not to play as, but just across the board. Fuck. I, I keep having like honorable mentions like Relento and G. Like I, I also like Q as well. Like those characters are just fun to play with. Well, if we're <laughs> honorable mentions, it would probably be Colleen as well. I wanted to get good with that character. I fell in love with that move list, but mm, just never worked out. I really well, like they made her a playable character at the end of the day. Is that the, is that the chick with the ice? Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. She was Gil's secretary in Street Fighter 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was... She's kind of on my annoying list of characters to fight against, but I'll save that for the next one. You're going to hate me when I... Cause since we started listing SF5 people, 
I have to give credit to the one character that got me back into Street Fighter V, and that was Abigail. <laughs> uh. He's so... I cannot imagine who sat down and was like, you know what? Let's make this guy. He's going to think he's a car. And that's what's going to be. I think it's mainly the toddler toss that I enjoy, you know, where he just kind of like picks you up and just throws you in the air, drops you on the ground. The character is so stupid, but I love playing him. I forgot to... I had a honorable mention. And you thought it was Poison? Think twice. It's the guy next to Poison. Hugo? Hugo. The fucking counter to whenever I face an Alex player. Man, he was so fun to play as. He does fucking damage with one grapple. One grapple move. And he does damage. <laughs> Anyone else have any uh, favorite characters to play with? Guile just yeah. for the memes. <laughs> Guile just for the memes. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it depends on the game that I'm playing. Um, but for mo for the most part, I like a lot of like the mainstay characters. Like I like Ryu, Ken, Chun, Kami. Um, I'm not good with a lot of those characters. Usually, like Shoto's, I'm better with. Uh, I really like Sakura. Um, I think it was Julie was the one that I played in Alpha Three. One of the two, Julie or Junie, I don't remember which one it was. Um, I was trying to pick up Rashid in Street Fighter Five. I really like that character a lot. He's fun. Um, he's interesting and he's different from, you know, some of the mainstay roster characters. God, uh, Jury, definitely. She was another one I was trying to pick up at some point. Uh, Akuma's really fun. Uh, really cheap if you use Shin Akuma. Uh, and, my, and my buddy checked me on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th I think I, I don't remember what the run was, but I, I, I beat his ass with Shin Akuma and he got really mad at me, but he, he got me back for it by playing uh, a boss character in another game several months down the line. It was really fun. But yeah, there's just there's just a lot of really fun characters in Street Fighter. I, th I think that's one thing I, I will give the series is that there's just a lot of memorable characters. Uh, honorable mention is Makoto from Third Strike. She was a lot of fun, but I never learned how to get good with her. I will absolutely second the Julie love that is going on here. Uh, I will do the code every time to select her in Alpha 3. I know she's kind of a shittier cami, but it's it's that sniping arrow thrust kick. That is her everything, and that is the reason I use her. It's such a fun move to use, especially on counter hit, where the world is your oyster. You can Jesus. even combo into super off counter hit. I forgot about the Capri. Thanks for reminding me of cami. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Most of Man. us would like to forget the Capri. More cami dolls in Street Fighter Six, please. Yes. One for each month. Bring the cap right back. Oh yeah, I, I forgot. Yo, about I that. would buy the DLC pack where they put out a doll for each month. Oh, that'd be cool. Anyone else? Going yeah, once. Lee, I'm going good. Twice. Soul to the hooker in red. All right, we're gonna move on to the next one. So they bought see. one. Yeah. So we're going to move on to question number three. Describe some characters that you despise fighting against in Street Fighter. All right. Fuck Blanca. Fuck E Honda. Who else? Uh, Abigail sucks. I hate fighting against. I mean, Bison's. Well, he could be annoying because what players like to do is they like to do that stupid head stomp. It gives them my nerves. Like, 
Oh man, I, I sometimes it comes out of nowhere and I don't know what to do with it. But he's not that terrible to face compared to Zangief. It's like I'm just waiting, so I don't get grabbed, so I don't make a mistake, and it's a slow match. Like how do I get in? And then he green hands or he does like some suplex, and it's so annoying to fight Zangief. It's just it just gets on my nerves. Oh, you ain't wrong. I just want to get a bison out of the way. <laughs> yeah, true. It, he's. He's kind of annoying, but he doesn't annoy me enough to where I'm just sitting there with Blanca and I'm like, I can't jump in because he's gonna electrocute. Um, since Ren took most of the good answers except one, uh, I hate fighting against Guile the most, whether in AI or when someone uses him well. Holy shit, dude! You could get easily countered by a Guile players. Well, to me, AI goes to what's name Gil from Third Strike. But then again, that's a given. Resurrection? All because of that. Uh, it's like the worst boss, in my opinion. I'm glad he doesn't have that shit in online Street Fighter 5. Him or Seth, man. I, I couldn't stand Seth in Street <laughs> Fighter 4. Uh, hey, he's wife now. It's okay. Oh, yeah. There's that. Oh, that. I forgot about that. People want to bang a robot <laughs> with a man's voice. Go right wow, ahead. Wow, she's really cool. E. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You realize the easiest way to get all the fighters' DNA was to just become a woman. I'm very sorry about this, but fuck Vega. Hey, man. Fuck Vega in every iteration. <laughs> it's like you have to play a different Let's game. Right now. You have to play a different game when you're fighting against Vega, just because of how many different angles he can kill you in. Oh, godlike. An honorable mention to T Hawk. Oh, fuck him. Mm, I never liked T-Hawk. You think fighting against a Zangief is bad? How about a character that has a loaded gun in future iterations of Street Fighter 4? Oh. Oh, and not to mention he keeps the throw damage, too. Mm. And he has an anti-air move on top of all of that. It's He's such a pain in the ass. Condo dive. Yep. It's just 5,000 times in one match, and I'm like, oh my god. Will it end? Not really. Oh, oh it, it'll end when you lose. Probably my most hated AI to fight is, uh, well, it's not Guile, it's Oni. Isn't Oni like, you know... He's a secret boss in Street Fighter 4. He's like Akuma just on steroids? Yes. Oh, okay, I know you're talking about. He has the white hair. Because can region moves like SNK level. But then, you know, SNK always, you know, surpassed that shit, but moving on. <laughs> so, worst characters, anyone want to throw out a few? Who do you think uh, fighting guess, against? I guess I can. As, as much as I, like, I agree with you, Ren, I do not like fighting against Blanca players. Like, every time I see one, when I play five or four and online, I go, God damn it. And then another one that I hate fighting against especially in uh, Street Fighter 3 Makoto players because they know how to time those freaking hits down and I and I and I end up I end up doing one little one little whiff and I get punished for it um who's another one that I I I kind of don't like fighting against uh uh what's his name Dalsim because of the stretchy limbs and reaches all the way across the screen even if it's just a heavy punch and I would say my another one that I hated the most fighting online, fighting against online. Uh, I guess I guess I would also go with Ken 
again, even though he's one of my favorites, because because uh, Ken's real easy to Ken's real easy to to use. Like he's somewhat a beginner character, as much as I like him. And I would say offline Shinakuma. Whenever there's like an AI, like in Street Fighter Alpha Two, where he can just utterly destroy you and like like uh i think rad rad said read your inputs snk style it's insane oh, oh, oh red knows about that tell him about street fighter 5's shinakuma uh i fought him i fought him i did the challenge and uh i lost about i want to say 10k fight money because he just kept beating me over and over again and I, I couldn't do shit i think i just aggressively got him in the corner and i kept grabbing him as the only way Wait, you got <laughs> further on him than me i gave up i don't blame you because i lost like 10k i don't think it was worth it and then there was and then there was a, a shadow chun Lee, which was the most bullshit because he had marvel versus captain like combos in that challenge like what the hell how are you supposed to fight that against that? Wait, wasn't that wasn't Shat wasn't that like a, supposed to be a reference to Shadow Lady from MV MVSF or something? Yes. yes. Oh, that, that you don't was know pretty pain. Much Shadow Lady. You don't know pain until you fought Shadow Nash. <laughs> I lost another uh, 10k oh, oh, on that Shadow fucker. Nash. I oh, I hate him, dude. This is so awful. He just keeps what he likes to do is he likes to keep dashing around until he gets his super and then when he hits you with it you just lose like about 80 percent as, as far as street fighter 5 goes i've only truly fought the shinakuma and i believe i lost about 15k before i finally beat him decisively so that scared me off any of the other boss fights i was like scrounging fight money for what little i had for those challenges, I'm gonna need to go to Capcom HQ and uh, hold them as POWs because I lost so much fight <laughs> money on that shit. It is ridiculous. I want my money back, Capcom. Oh man. Dude. My money and I need it now. My fight money. All right, I have a question. Like, do you guys have like any mains that you use that you hate fighting against? Because I like playing with Relento. I don't like fighting against Relento. Relanto was one of them. Vega, definitely. I don't even know how that works. Like a Vega mirror match. It's just the first person that gets like a grab on the other person and we'll see who it's, wins. It's fun. I know someone mentioned Dalsum, but I'm like, I, I don't I don't find them annoying because it's very easy to tell if someone doesn't know how to use them if they don't do the um, keep away shit. Soon as that happens, I'm like, this is easy money. Yeah, I feel like of the characters I play, I don't really lament the mirror match all that much. Um, but I play Honda throughout Street Fighter 2, so the Honda mirror is like my least favorite of all. Oh, I got another for this spice fighting against. Uh, when they nerf fake money. Yeah, that that was pretty bad. Understandable, but still bad. So anyone else on this question before we move on? Like I said, Ken's my favorite, my least favorite mirror match. I think you guys hit the nail on the head with a lot of the picks. Like, um, my uh, my friend is a Vega main, 
so I've always dealt <laughs> fighting with him and I, I've never enjoyed it because I've just never been good at guessing what the hell he's going to do and what area of the screen he's going to take up but um the uh the one that I actually had as a main for a bit that I do not really enjoy fighting against is Sagat oh. um, Sagat's fun if you can consistently get the fucking fireballs out, but Sagat fighter for you. <laughs> if um if you just miss one time, because especially if you mirror and and you're just doing the freaking tiger shots all day, uh, it's just it's it's no fun. Yeah, I imagine Sagat mirror is just a more modern rock paper scissors. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Who's gonna land the fireball first? We'll find out on Dragon Ball Sagat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and. You want you want to talk about that? Let's talk about more like who doesn't want to get infinite first when you fight Yin or Yang in third. Oh. I don't like either of those characters. I, I that's like some I forgot to mention. I, I do not like Yin or Yang in Street Fighter Third Strike. I do like playing as Yin, but fighting him, oh no, you're, you're yeah. dead. Fighting mm-hmm. him is just awful. The PTSD from their inclusion in Arcade Edition. Oh. <laughs> How would you like a move that gets you in? And by the way, it's safe on block. That's crazy. Enjoy. So anyone else before we move on to number four? I'm good. All right, then. Name some underrated characters that you would like to see on a returning roster. Okay, I have one that I almost hear nobody talking about. Rashid. He's really fun to use if you use him right. Like I hope he co- like in, like if he I hope he comes back in a future game or something. He's really fun. I like his his little tornado kick thing that he does that's somewhat an anti-air on a projectile at the same time. He's fun. Mm. And he's kind of funny in the in the in the uh in the story mode. He made me laugh. I would say bring back guy guy was interesting to play with like um i i only played with him a couple of times but i did like his moveset being a little bit more like tactile and deciding you know am i gonna do this uh suplex or this uh no. sliding kick or shit like that it's just i, I thought he was fun we got the first strider it's okay oh you're talking about zeku yes he's your pick for underrated he's one of them like he he was a new character but uh i think he should be what back in Street Fighter 6 as a main roster him and him and guy would probably have a a fucking epic battle online hmm what about you Inferno he's dead (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dead he'll kill them it's kind of a tough call because the characters I do like are sufficiently rated but I would yeah. like Capcom to not ignore Dan Hibiki. How could you ignore Dan Hibiki? They did in Street Fighter V. He's like relegated to like menus yep. and stuff, but he's not playable. And it's it's one of the best running jokes that Capcom has. And I would really like to see them keep him around. Got one more season, man. Just maybe. Just maybe. Just uh, maybe. <laughs> I'd pick Sodom, personally. I don't know why they keep ignoring him. Sodom! Okay, it's, I don't even know what Street Fighter Sodom was in. Like, Alpha. Alpha. It's the probably the name that's holding him back. 
Was he in like all the alpha games or just the yes. first one? He was oh, in all okay. of them. He's a he Final a, Fight boss too. Yeah, he was a he was like I think the third boss in Final Fight One. The underground wrestling arena. I had yeah. to ask because I only play Alpha Three and it was very limited time of playing it. So I don't know about the other Alpha games, but hey, I mean There you go, my dude, that's Sodom. Like, looks he like... had he had a different name for the longest time because that... thanks Nintendo. He was known as Katana for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, he was Katana in Final Fight. Back yeah, when cause... Nintendo was censoring. Yeah. Nintendo censors? No. Like even in the worst Alpha 2 port imaginable, the one on Super Nintendo, they kept his name as Katana. Yep, and that that port I mean, I get it why it was like that, but it was a miracle. A but even so, the point is that they're at least consistent with their name changes. But I feel like that's the one thing holding yeah. it back. Okay, I, I have a question. So I assume they censor his name or changed it because Sodom relates to sodomy or something like that. Is that the reason? That it's, that is that's yeah, the theory. Yeah, probably it. Like oh. like I mean, it, it's obviously pronounced. Uh, Sodom. How how is it pronounced again? Like the the character name so Sodom. Oh, those Sodom. Yes, yeah, Sodom. Sodom. Like, it's like people would. It's like you know that people would be reading that and say, "Oh, his name is Sodom." Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's 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 my that's what I was thinking anyway. Yeah, the Christians got really upset because he was named after one of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, that also do it as well. <laughs> I I just miss him in that that he was also just a big weeb. That was his character. Type. At least, at least was he the, was at least he was still in the SNES port on like uh, Poison and her friend. Roxy. Sad Roxy. Thing. Yeah. Wasn't the this... PlayStation port the bad one? A Final Fight? Uh, no, I thought I thought it was Street Fighter Two. The sad thing about Sodom is he would be perfect in the modern Street Fighter era. Like, you're looking for more yes. comedy characters? How about this fucking crazy Japanophile? Get him in there. Yeah, score one for the Weeboos. Get him in. <laughs> Anyone Just, else? I hope he doesn't have a body pillow. Oh, no, please. please. Oh, God. Please. I already actually was supposed to be in five, but they picked Birdie instead of him for some reason. Birdie's kind of an underrated character too. Now that I think about it, he is kind of funny. He's funny when people just walk into the chain yeah, and they let it, it happen. But man, I want skinny Birdie back though. <laughs> Gotta pay five bucks for it, man. Sorry to tell you. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna have uh, a pick here. Bring back Rufus. No. How <laughs> about again. no? <laughs> Never again am I dealing with that crouching Never fierce again. punch that went the whole screen. <laughs> I love Fuerte. He's underrated as hell. I agree. Him and oh, El Fuerte. No, fuck him too. Him and Papa Day. I forgot <laughs> all about El Fuerte until you mentioned. Just don't bring. Just don't bring back. Uh, what's his name? Abe. So, uh, how do people feel about Hakan, the old man? Funny character. Most powerful character when oiled up. So like, like it's time to oil up. He's funny. I like him. I played with him, but I think he was only in like Street Fighter Four, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. You... He's definitely a Street Fighter character for sure. Mm -hmm. 
sure. played them before. Is he is he good? Yeah, he's no. very fun. He's actually kind of fun if you if you know how to do like uh like the uh the movements across the screen. Like he's got one where he kind of torpedoes across the screen almost like uh M Bison, I think. Yeah, it's, a slide, not yeah, a it's, it's not a sort, torpedo. Oh yeah, but he moves across screen. It's, it's kind of a big hitbox. Hmm. I'll try him out once this podcast is over. <laughs> I would say for me, uh, I mentioned them before, but probably Makoto, Julie, and Junie. And um, I would like to see her return. She's only been a playable character in one of the versions of Street Fighter Alpha 3. I think it was the PSP port. Uh, Maki, she's a Final Fight character. I think she was kind of cool. She was in the GBA port as well. Of Alpha 3? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't play that one that much. I played the PSP one more. I thought you were going to say Play her. What, wasn't she in Capcom vs. SNK 2? Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's where those sprites originated from. Oh, that explains it. It really is. It really is the saddest thing of all. The best version of Alpha 3 is locked on a portable. Yes. And Capcom won't bring it in. They didn't re- they had their chance with the 30th collection. But no. Uh, Did they just port the arcade version for 30th? Yes. Yep. If you're going to port the arcade version, port upper. At least then you'd have like DJ and Guile and Evil Ryu and Yeah, they would have other characters. Oh shit, that's another one. Bring back DJ, man. He's fun. Like Christ, you had all five versions of Street Fighter Two. You had you had an updated Alpha Three that made it to the arcade. Alpha Two Gold. Oh, Nothing. Oh, oh, Alpha Two Online. Oh, that didn't happen. Ah, uh, that would have been awesome. Because it's three and like it. Because I don't, I don't, I didn't hear anyone. Oh man. Uh oh my God, Red. If Reapers was here, he would have said it. He would say, "Adon." Adon sucks, man. I hate fighting him. He would. He would say Adon's his favorite character. Fuck Adon, dude. Uh, Alex a... was Reaper's favorite character. <laughs> Alex. Damn. I thought Alex got nerfed. He did. Well, good, good. In spite of sucking, Alex I got mean, nerfed for some reason. Alex isn't even in the game anymore. Let's just put it that way. Damn, that's that sounds horrendous to me. But all this discussion of Alpha, it just occurred to me, I have the perfect answer. Bring back Eagle. Is it Eagle oh, the guy with the cool sticks? I liked him. We don't ever see care. We don't see very many fighting game characters use his style of weapon now that I think about it. Not to mention, he's a walking reference to the band Queen, even in oh, his, yeah. like, dialogue. Killer. It's so cool. And isn't he one of the... He originated in the first Street Fighter, didn't he? Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. But that's my proper answer. Um, does can an underrated characters count for even crossovers? Hmm. From uh from a certain company who did the EX series? I don't think so. Well, unless they've been in Street Fighter games more often than not, then I doubt it. But if it's a one-time deal, then yeah, I don't think they count. Also, just for the record, isn't Eagle the guy with the sticks? Yes. Yeah, yep. he's got he's got uh he's got like two like I'd call them rattan canes because back when I took martial arts lessons I actually had a set of those. 
Oh, yes, okay. Joe, yep, Joe, yes, Joe, Joe knows karate. <laughs> because I, I think he was in Capcom versus SNK 2, if I'm not too mistaken. Yes, you are not yep. mistaken. All right, good. good. He even had his own set of voices and everything that, and again, I think they ripped those sprites for his appearance in Street Fighter Alpha 3 Upper. Yep. No time for loser. <laughs> But, uh, Kaneki, can you read out the next question? Oh, question five? Yep. I got you right now. What is your wish list for the sixth entry in the Street Fighter franchise? What can they do to keep things appealing, in your opinion? Um, one of them they can keep things appealing is introduce or bring back the underrated characters as part of the main roster. Like, at this point, in my opinion, just what is what was Street Fighter Five roster launch? Twelve characters. 16. They need oh 16. sixteen. They need more than that, in my opinion, for a main roster launch. Because holy shit, you see other fighters like King of Fighters fourteen, for example, fifty characters at launch. Well, forty eight because if you if you don't unlock the bosses, it's forty eight. But yeah, over twelve, more than twelve characters, more than sixteen characters would be nice and make uh, more appealing into this entry, along with better balancing, with uh, have the better netcode, you know, GCPO, instead of having one guy do the netcode. And uh, I think that's it so far. I don't want to take anyone's time. Uh, who? I, I got who take a turn. I got one, um, an idea for gameplay, actually. Um, you remember how the super bar worked in the alpha series where it was like th one, two or three levels and like yeah. you could burn multiple bars to increase the power of your super move? Like, I wish that would come back. I like that a lot. I think they used it in a Darkstalkers as a dark, one of the Darkstalkers games, if I'm not mistaken, but it was primarily an alpha one, two and three. Which is which I think was the main reason why we why why we have a three X punch or three X kick button now. Uh you can config to a button on your controller in all these games. I'm hoping that comes back someday. Uh my answer is pretty brief, but it makes perfect sense. I mean what they need to do for Street Fighter 6 is to not make it reminiscent of Street Fighter 5, which is bare bones content, you know, um, launching with the bare bones roster. Now we have all these updates to expand the roster, and I feel like they need just a good number of characters out of the gate. You know, make it equivalent to Street Fighter 4, where I felt like that was a nice little package that got updated over time, but... It did feel pretty substantial when you picked it up. You know, you even, got everything in the box. Even the vanilla Street Fighter 4 had more characters than Street Fighter 5 vanilla. Yep. That depends on your definition of vanilla because the arcade before the console release. Let me yeah. guess that was slimmer. Uh, that was that was also 16. Uh, Akuma okay. was added like hours later, but he was a secret character. But yeah, no, I think for the console release. Hey. I think you know story mode in the package, all that other stuff. Um, 
just just make it fleshed out as much as possible for a fighting game uh, i think like a good example was like uh tekken 7 i i enjoyed uh when i picked up tekken 7 at launch and uh i don't enjoy it now because you know they kind of messed up the online a little bit but uh still it was a great launch title to play so just make it equivalent to that i'm sorry i can't speak today well the online isn't the only thing they fucked up on <laughs> sweeps <laughs> Oh yeah, hell sweeps are a problem now. So yeah, don't. That's another thing too. If you're going to like make all these balance updates, then at least I don't know. It, it has to be a better way to do it than to just say I'm gonna get rid of everything in this character and make them totally useless. You know, add some stuff that will help with like community feedback and stuff like that because I hate how it just sucks. He has like barely any tools and it sucks to use them. So yeah, paying attention to what people are saying is nice. Not to the point where you're nerfing like characters so much to the point where they're unrecognizable, but still. As far as what I would like to see in Street Fighter 6, more variety in move templates. Street Fighter V had a very good idea of things like some characters had target combos. Some characters could pr like press specific attack buttons and get a special move. It expands upon just do motions, just do charge moves, just do 360s. Just a new input, a new way of approaching your attack. Like, I'm going to invoke the name of Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Because that had chain combos and like oh, dial a combo. Oh, oh god, you just you just you just kickstarted my PTSD. Those those chain combos are why I quit playing that fucking game. Mm. But just I, but just more variety in like move lists. That's a good start. Yeah, and I kind of agree with the idea that thinking bigger is really good for the first iteration because street fighter 5 died on its first impression oh yeah no doubt it was uh people i think even the beta it was like people were just not feeling how it was going and then we had shit with the netcode i remember those days where you try to connect to a match and you get the error at the bottom of the screen so I i'm like yeah at this point i think the betas are nice but we need to have that stuff ironed out at launch because then it's just going to kill off your player base until you actually update it like 30 times and i think no one wants that speaking of the beta am i the only one who had more fun during the beta phase of the game the introduce uh as opposed to the final the game launched yeah as opposed to the final i i don't know why it's like it felt a little bit more refreshing so to speak and as with the final game it just felt like yeah i have it and i have all these characters but i didn't play it as much as the beta it felt like there the fun more... fact go ahead i was gonna say there was more jank in the beta which made it more fun but they just they kept taking it out as time went on and then they we ended up with street fighter 5. they kept oh, on taking out the fun oh, <laughs> Mm, yeah. That? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Then they like censor some shit. The, the PC mods had to fix that. Yeah, I remember that. But... All, all she, all she did was slap her ass. 
And Capcom loves that esports money, so go figure. Oh yeah, the ESRB <laughs> hit them like a ram. Oh yeah. Oh, you cannot you cannot select these type of costumes when you go on. It did ESPN. The costumes, mind you. Oh yeah, the, many, the 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 bathed, the swimsuit costumes. For how some many swimsuit outfits were there? And God bless them for that. There, there was. I think there was one for every female character, if I'm not mistaken, at least. Yep. Wait, that was uh the DLC, right? That came out yeah. later. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And you can't wear that online. No, on the. Uh, when when you're at when you're at like a professional major and way oh like, you can't yeah you, you can't wear it there okay I see like like way back when they were on a big stage Evo they were nationally broadcasted the network had a few standards and practices they had to toss down to Capcom's and being like hey Mika's tits and Laura's tits are a bit much in my opinion I disagree in my opinion uh. <laughs> One thing they need to do is to stop with all this. I mean, I mean, like, I want fight money to be in the game, but I want it to be fair. I, I don't want it to be like it is now, where I have to grind endlessly to get points to the point where I'm like, well, fuck this. I might as well use real money to buy this character. It was kind of fair until they nerfed it. I, I think to expand upon that, I think that the currency should be able to be earned through offline means and through versus just from one player and another player, like on the same console. Because, you know, the Arxis games like Guilty Gear have that. So I don't understand why Street Fighter couldn't have that, even if it's minuscule, just to know that you're getting something for playing like locals and stuff like that with your friends. Like, I think that that would be uh, more incentive. Yep, don't like I, I hate when you play versus and you just get the bare minimum. Like, here's a hundred fight money. Here you go. It's like, what do I do with this? Nothing. I, I might, I, I might can get a skin or something like that, or maybe a color, but that's it. Uh, yeah, I remember back when that was when that was uh, when fight money was easier to get. I unlocked the Kuma for free because of it. Yeah, I think I got F for free for fight money, and then that was the only character I could buy because it got nerfed to high shit. Yeah, I think for, I think Capcom realized the mistake they made by even introducing fight money, because then they don't get they don't get real world money because everyone lives and breathes Street Fighter and paid their way through characters and certain costumes. Uh, so I have a question really quickly, Rat Rat. Did they say anything about amending the mistakes for Street Fighter 6 because of what happened with Street Fighter 5? Not so far. Street Fighter 6 has been very quiet for the moment. Okay. And I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect them to learn too much from Street Fighter 5, but I'm willing to be surprised. Yeah, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about it. Also, what were you saying, uh, Hades? Just don't put colors behind survival mode again. That's the worst shit in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah fuck that noise entirely. That was just, dumb. In Street Fighter 4, you just got them by playing your damn character. And now it's like, yeah, you got to clear 50 stages that get even worse as time goes on. It's like, no, thank you. This is didn't not they, fun. Didn't they add like hell mode or some shit where it got even harder? 
Yeah, but yeah. you only got a title for that. Oh, yeah, and they had to change the name of it, too. Yeah, what, what the, why, why change the name? I don't know, man. Capcom is funny with these changes, dude. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. It was, actually, it was actually bad. It was actually pretty unique calling the highest difficulty hell mode. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish the game had more to offer at launch, especially costumes, because... Yes. I would love, I would love the calculation it would take, even before Champion Edition was released, of what it would take to buy every character, every costume, and especially every stage. I would love that calculated. It would make Dead or Alive blush. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the fact that you had to buy stages either. I think that Honda's stage is priced and you have to buy it. Oh man, just it's, it's a lot of stuff they need to learn, but the only thing we could do is just hold them accountable if they decide to, you know, go back on their word with some of the stuff and they don't fix things. Uh, but it remains to be seen so far with Street Fighter 6. So we're gonna move on ironically well, to, go ahead. Well, overall, overall, I think the message is, I just wanna pay less for Street Fighter. At oh, the end of the day, yeah. All right. And, and the free title updates were cool too. I did like that, so it's not like, well, you got to go and constantly uh, get this game, and then you're cut off from the vanilla online. Because I remember getting Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter Four, and I think you can't play with people who had vanilla because of that shit. Oh yeah, Vanilla was cut off entirely after Super, but you didn't need to get another disc again after that. Yeah, so the way they do it now is cool. I, I, I think that should definitely stay, so you're not cutting off um, the community that bought the game at launch. Yeah, I waited for Champion Edition to come back, at least the $25 upgrade. That is a steal compared to what it was four years ago. Again, do the math. So we're going to move on to question number six. How do you feel about common complaints in reference to the Street Fighter franchise? For example, being reliant on footsies, shodos slash clone characters, having multiple iterations of the same game, etc. So we kind of touched on the last one. Uh, we said that, you know, having the title updates was a good idea. So they kind of fixed that. Uh, the other stuff is just like, oh. I kind of don't mind Shoto characters. Uh, the only time clone characters gets annoying to me is when they do it like KOF a little bit, where it's like too many Kios or something. Uh, and then- Was it 2002? I, I think, I don't remember. I just remember I played one KOF where they had the Kyo clone arc and it was just that like- That was uh, 99. Yeah, and it was like three of them or some shit. I was like, "What? What's the difference? I don't, I don't get it." Well, I, I can I can answer that simply. The only difference was both clones have half of what the Keo from '98 like moves he had. Like, I think one of the clones have you know the the Rekas as as his only moves to do, while the other one has like his, his kick kick attacks. Yeah, and then they um they were I think they were doing that also for uh some of the DLC for KOF thirteen where you had classic Keo and the normal one, so 
and and then they were different so that's how you can tell the difference i mean i i, I don't mind clones if they have different movesets but if it's the same character doing some of the same shit then i just i just really don't get it uh yeah you, you can say that but uh the fussy thing it doesn't bother me too much it's like all right there are characters that can get around sagat's long ass fucking legs or Urian's long ass fucking legs especially if they have that oh, home yeah especially if they have that homie move where it's like you can jump and it's an overhead and you land on top of them like a bison so yeah. you you can actually beat that in some situations others it's kind of annoying but it just depends on the matchup and not every matchup in street fighter is ideal in your favor and others it's like this is why i never go on tier list because you can't have a low tier character that may beat a higher ranked character because they don't know what they're doing or they make a mistake and fuck up too many times as far as the reliance on footsies go once that started getting hammered into even the average player's head i feel like playing a round of street fighter online the game just lost a lot of its action because you're sort of treating it like a boxing match where you need to stand at just the right distance and you need to throw out just the right move it, it robbed them of a lot of the spontaneous fun of street fighter yeah it's and not I completely understand it's it's not fast and furious as like third strike anymore i feel like i feel like when i'm playing street fighter 5 i'm just fighting someone who is blocking all day and teching all day and that's about it it's like how can i get around that as opposed to uh third strike where it's a little bit more random due to parries and all type of other shit going on so I prefer that style of gameplay over the one in five. I, I just get tired of people turtling all fucking day. And I will, I will also address the Shoto complaints. To me, it's it's not even close to a bother. Like the Shoto moveset is a template. When you think about the, all the characters classified as Shotos, Ryu, Ken, Sakura, Akuma, Sean, even Sagat gets thrown in there once in a while. You can still think of one thing that sets all of them apart. It's like this. You remember Super Mario Brothers 2? Which one? The the one we got. Yeah. The Doki Doki Panic one? Yes. Oh, all these characters can can jump and run. They must all be the same, right? No, one can float, one has this kicky jump, one can throw items better. Like they all have this thing that really sets them apart from the other. They don't all play the same and everyone's got a specific preference. They do enough to stand out from one another. I mean, it could be World Warrior and Ryu and Ken play exactly the same, no differences. So I don't really get that complaint. It's a it's a style of play, but no two Shotos are alike nowadays. Yeah, Ryu and Ken are different enough to the point where I feel like even their moves in Street Fighter Five, like with the um, Tatsumaki, uh, Ken's is way different and a little bit more effective as opposed to Ryu. So as long as that stuff stands out, in my opinion, then I think it's totally fine. Yeah, well, Ryu and Ken have always been like the beginner characters in the series. Yeah, yeah. The, like the like the character that you want to play, so you can learn how to play the actual game. And 
either stick with them or see if there's another character you might like. But yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, the, um, you took everything you said. I, I was going to say about the Shotos, you know, it's like a template. Um, I would say I'm okay with footsies because, like, it's easy to punish someone who relies too much on footsies. And, um... The, the only real common complaint that I agree with most people on is a lot of the fight, uh, the netcode in some of these games, because I'm sure cause I have yet to hear anyone say anything, you know, that positive about Street Fighter Fives, and yeah, that one, that game's netcode could use some work. Didn't they Same also botch uh, Anniversary Collection for 30th? Um, I haven't played much about that, but I, um, I think they might have updated it to fix some of it, but I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it. But um, I remember the 30th anniversary collection did have some, some, for lack of a better term, net quote odysseys. Like, od oddities, I mean. Like, uh, like the roll, I think, I think it had some pretty nasty rollback. Kaneki, can you confirm? Yeah. The PlayStation 4 version had a specific nightmare when it started out. I mean, a 30th anniversary. Mm -hmm. If you press the PlayStation button on your controller at all during an online match, that match is canceled. Yep, it, it, still, it still has that problem. Oh, yep, what so, the hell? <laughs> yep, um, you had a one-button rage quit. They, yep, they never, Maximilian, Maximilian called it the rage quit button. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone did at this point because that's what it was. <laughs> the low tier god yeah. button. I I did that by I did that by accident once. I felt bad. Um, I I don't know I don't know if later updates fixed the netcode for 30th anniversary, but for the PS4, Xbox, and PC version, I say they got the better overall update in comparison to the Switch version. I bought the Switch version because I wanted portable Street Fighter on the go, and the trade-off is the online experience. Yep. It's it's like a Street Fighter game that chugs, like you're running it on a weak computer. Ooh. At least when you're playing a less-than-ideal online match. That, that's... It, Ultra Street Fighter 2, however, has some pretty... Like, I've never had problems with that one's netcode, and I have that game. Ultra Street Fighter 2 on Switch. Ask me about my experience in Crash Team Racing on Switch Online. <laughs> Do I even want to know? It's It was never good. <laughs> yeah, I think Ultra Street Fighter 2 is sadly kind of a ghost town online, which is to be really? kind of expected. Not really. People still play that game. But is it like all the time, like specific hours of the day? Yes. Yeah, that's I. I actually narrows it other down. Guys. Wait, what? Uh, Wait, I, I, you, you said yes, and that didn't answer. Like, like which one is he correct on? You said yes. <laughs> kind of confused me. What I meant was, is it all the time, or do you have to play at like specific hours of the day? All the time. Because I played the game whenever when I bought it, any any time of the day I play it, whether it's day or night, there was people still playing. Yeah, I would have figured that would have been redundant because the thirtieth anniversary. 
You know, I've been getting less matches in 30th anniversary. Not for third, not for third strike or uh, what is it? People playing out for three, but uh, Super Turbo—that's a ghost town for whatever reason. Well, that's very good to know. <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, we have to get to that like later on because we are talking about different iterations and uh, question number nine. So, are we yeah, done oh, with okay. uh, number six? I'm I guess so. All right. Go for it. So, how do you feel about the overall lore and story of the Street Fighter franchise? This includes our thoughts on Final Fight being canon to the lore as well. Um, okay, so I'll answer the latter one. Uh, I, I have no problems with Final Fight being canon to Street Fighter at all, or the characters crossing over. I, I think that's totally fine. Um, as for the lore itself, uh... I, I think it had that same issue that DMC had where they don't move past a certain point because I think uh, during Street Fighter 3, the rest of the Street Fighters after that are like prequels, right? So yeah. 4 and 5 are prequels to that, that game in particular. Yeah, like 4 yeah. takes place after 2 and 5 takes place before 3, I think in that order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 5 took... To five took place before three, and is there a reason for that? Like, because I'm not too familiar with Street Fighter Three lore. I think because like it seems with... like with with Street Fighter Three, <coughs> it is for the most part a brand new cast. Okay. And because of that, when Street Fighter Three first came out, it was kind of a failure because it was a brand new cast. I'd say that was one of the big reasons. It's not one of the only reasons, but it was a very big reason. So Capcom hasn't really taken much of a risk. It's like they have to have these characters. There is no substitute for them. So Street Fighter 4 comes out, the World Warriors are back. Street Fighter 5, a more familiar cast. It feels like they have more classic characters than they do have new characters. Right. Um, I'd also like to point out, in the earliest days of Street Fighter 3, there was not even going to be Ryu and Ken. It was just going to be all new characters and maybe a couple from like Street Fighter 1. Like, uh, I'm oh, trying to remember who was we're... from Street Fighter 1 that they were going to put into 3. Can't remember uh, who it was. Were they going to pull a Mortal Kombat 3 vanilla without Scorpion being introduced into the roster? Yeah, but then, but then it like, I guess, but then like as it went on, they decided to just put Ryu and Ken, and that's why. In the first two iterations of Street Fighter Three, Ryu and Ken were the only were the only re like returning characters, and then uh, Street Fighter, then Third Strike came out, and they put Chun Li and Akuma in it, and and uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so it took a while for that to become literally the yeah. game that people fap over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But it seems like it seems like with Street Fighter Five, they're they're gonna have their cake and eat it too, because even if this game is like right before three starts, it seems like everyone old and new is present in the timeline now, and that's the other thing. Street Fighter's timeline before four and five came out was fucked beyond all reason. Good luck keeping track of that. There was a literal plot guide back in the day that did it abs it did its absolute best to determine what endings were and were not canon. And then you flash forward to Street Fighter V where fuck it, everything's canon. 
Did anyone play the story uh Shadow Falls? I did. I did. Yep. I did too. What do you guys think of uh how they handled the plot there? I thought it was okay, like like the characters acted like, you know, how I expected them to act, you know, like how uh Armiko was cheering on Zangief. I thought it was I thought it was nice to have. I mean it's good to have and a story mode in general because Street Fighter really the games at least don't really show much story except for like endings and sometimes or in the case of Street Fighter 4 beginning like intro animations which are animated really good by the way I want to point that out yeah it I, it was a few things about the endings that always kind of stick out as interesting but sometimes they never really carry it into the next game or sometimes they do and it gets confusing. I know one of the things that people talked about was uh, Sagat supposedly having the uh, Satsui no Hado, but he rejects it or something. I forget how that goes. I don't know. Are you talking about, you talking about Sagat in Street yeah. Fighter V? Yeah, supposedly he um, has Dark Hado or something and he rejects it. Yeah, he, he was almost consumed by it. That would have been interesting. I, I want to see an evil Sagat. Fuck it. Do it. Ooh, that actually sounds like a good idea. Like, like because for, Maybe for a comic or something. Because that was out of nowhere. That, that that first part, out of nowhere. I was like, oh shit, he got the Hado in him? I thought that shit was like exclusive to Ryu and Akuma, but I guess not. Did you oh, guys I... uh, see the animated movie? Which one? Street Fighter 2. You talk about the, you talk about the, uh, the 1995 one that had like Alice in Chains music? Yes. <laughs> I love that one. I, I have it on VHS somewhere in a box. There's a, there's a lot of anime. Well, not a lot, but there are anime Street Fighter. There was yep. that, and then there was the Alpha movie. Then yeah. the, movie. the Alpha movie was pretty good. <laughs> there's two of them, actually. Like the old one that was focused around focused more around Ryu and his little brother, which I think they only wrote for that movie. They did. Thank God. Yeah, I never heard of them ever, so I'm like, yeah, that had to be a movie exclusive. Yep, and then there was that other one that came out, I think, in, like, the mid-2000s where it was kind of shorter. Yeah, Generations, that's what it was. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> was, that about awful. Akuma, was that about Akuma's origin? Yeah. Yeah, they even yep. they even referred to him as Gauki in the beginning, like his Japanese, Goki? like his, yeah, Goki, like his Japanese name. A lot, I know. Of, a lot of generations was here's X for no reason, here's Sakura for no reason. I I know they do that with a couple of characters, like they their names are different here as opposed to Japan. Like I know yep. the same goes for Vega and Balrog, right? Vega, Balrog, and M Bison. They had their names kind of rotated in the American release because I think they tried. I think it, their main reason was they didn't want. They didn't want to be sued by Mike Tyson, who was M. Bison, who was Balrog. His name I mean, was M. Bison in Japan. Well, I mean, fuck yeah, man. He's he's going to bite your ear off, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Right, Ren? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, in my dreams, <laughs> I, I tried to bite his ear off and it, you know, wasn't successful, but, you, you know. You tried. You tried. Mike Tyson. <laughs> man. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people ran out of the arena because of that. And then there, and then of course there was Charlie and Nash, which is now Nash, Canon Nash. But wasn't it like, 
wasn't it like in wasn't it like it originally in Japan he was Nash and America he was Charlie and then Street Fighter Five they just put them both together as his first and last name or something. I think so. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I I love playing as Nash, but the only thing I know about him is that he is Gal's friend and he was supposedly left for dead by Bison. Yeah, several Pete. times in fact. Yeah. yeah. I think in every single one of his alpha endings, spoiler alert by the way, he he dies somehow in each one. Oh yeah, him him and Bison together is bad news. And Charlie's this is, like 0 and 4 now. And this is why uh, Gal does not like Bison at all. Yep. And this, this is why that's why he should have got his revenge in Street Fighter 5, that story mode. No! <laughs> he kind of dies. No, give it to Ryu. He, he, he takes it. The mascot, he deserves to kill the bad guy. Am I right? Not even, not even Terry and doesn't do like that shit. It was always Keo in King of Fighters. But yeah, so, go ahead. My issue with the Street Fighter story is that it doesn't necessarily know what it wants to be. Like, the stories are incredibly... have incredibly different focuses in every game. Like, Street Fighter 2 is straight up about the tournament. But then you get then you flash back to Alpha and it's about Bison stopping this statue from firing into the satellite and destroying a city and then you get to Street Fighter 3 and it's about Gil and the Illuminati and how Gil is trying to make this perfect world for people and Street Fighter 5 is about this moon in the sky that launches a giant EMP? I, I was gonna fuck? say Majora's Mask, but okay. <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 whoa. When the hell do we get from Street Fighter to fanfiction.net? Okay, it sounds like Katsuya <laughs> Nomura is trying to write this story. For the most part. I like it. I like it when Street Fighter games are about the characters. You like the Ryu and Ken rivalry. You like just, just Ryu in general. You like all his rivalries. The rivalry with Ken. Sakura following Ryu. Uh, Sagai wanting to get his salty so, run back off Ryu. So stories about the character, not story because story. Got it. Not story because story. And that, and that's, what, that's what Shadow Falls felt like. Yep, and Chun-Li trying to, trying to capture Bison because Bison killed her father and she's a police officer and looks damn good. I feel like Street Fighter V story's biggest problem is that it was so bloated with characters that just did fuck all. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was, there was so much fluff. There was more fluff than a season of Dragon Ball Z. Really? The Let thing me I'm... tell you about my boy, Nikali. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wonder where we're going to get to him. Hold on, before you continue, the only, thing I like, the only thing I like about the Street Fighter lore since 5 was the returning of Cody, where he got out of jail, and now he's the mayor of, uh, what is that city called? Metro City? Metro, Metro city. city. Yeah, he is now the mayor. Character development. It's a nice, yes. it's a neat little path. But oh. Nikali is built up as this ancient fighting monster who's never satisfied unless he gets that ideal kill and he keeps killing. And he's just this murderous man who mutters to himself, 
and every and he's just a jobber in the story mode. He gets punked by everyone you know, just about. You know, since since that story mode came out for Street Fighter Five, he he explains Street Fighter Five in a nutshell. He uh, Ryu beats him, and then Nikali just melts out of the story. Well, my would, purpose is served. He literally melts. He turns into a pile of goo and just melts away. It, it was a pile of shit. That's what Nikali is, and he explains Street Fighter Five at launch really well. That's, That's a was. good metaphor. Also, I I thought I would say this. Um, would Final Fight Streetwise count into the lore of any of this? I oh. wasn't it non-canon, right? It's non-canon. That was not okay. canon. Okay, good, good. Even though so... Cammy's in it, Cammy and uh. Someone related to, I think Andre from Final Fight was in it, uh, from the, the first Final Fight game. The Cammy part is what probably got people playing, or remotely playing the Street Rice game, if I remember correctly. Also, hot take, but I, I actually like that game somewhat. I play it and actually have fun. Granted, I understand what's wrong with it, but oh, still. As, I, as soon as I saw that Cody turned into a methed out zombie, I was yeah, like, what that, the fuck? Yeah, that uh, that I think the game could have done without the whole meth zombies thing. <laughs> also, I am all over the idea of Final Fight and Street Fighter becoming one. The more Final yes. Fight characters that get integrated into this universe, the better because they just fit. Because at the end of the day, they're all Street Fighters. Yep. This this fits so well, and as a person who was a fan of the Final Fight games, uh, as I played them, it was amazing seeing people like it was fucking great seeing Lucia come to Street Fighter Five. Cause who the hell played Final Fight Three? I have played it, and I know of that character, but I can see why people probably don't know where she came from. Right. That was uh, that was out of left field, but it's great. Um, I also I also want to point that point out like um since Street Fighter is getting to the lore of other franchises like Final Fight um didn't they say that um what's his name from Five that Ninja he was like the founding member of a uh, of the Striders at some point like he Zeku. created the Strider program and the Strider games Zeku I think yeah yes isn't that like confirmed uh Kaneki wait what happened. Uh, Zeku, Zeku forming Zeku the Striders. Zeku the Striders. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he the was wasn't he like the start of the Striders, and that's what led to the Strider games? He he was the very first Strider. So yeah. Yep. And also, I want to point out, um, Captain Commando took place in Metro City. So there's another link for you. The the Captain Commando games. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, it, the city it took place in was Metro City. It was like in a, I think in the far off future or something. To play and, Captain Commando, I didn't know that. Okay, he's so... He's not playable in Street Fighter Five. Instead, he goes a costume. He yeah. still has a good costume, but... I, I know this is probably non-canon, but... Isn't there, like, a side-scrolling futuristic Street Fighter game that they made that was an offshoot? Oh, my... Can we not talk about that? I guess that I game is shit. I feel like it's necessary. Yep, we so, have to now. We have to. It was not originally a Street Fighter game. Really? Yep. I couldn't it tell. It was. In Japan, it was just 2010. Yep, 2010, and uh, the character's name the character's name was like 
something striker, not Kevin Curtis Striker. That's Mortal <laughs> yeah, not Curtis Striker because that's Mortal Kombat. And uh, when they brought it over here, they just slapped the Street Fighter title on it and said, "Oh, this is Ken now. He's like a cop now. He's a Ken quit street fighting and now he's a space cop or something." You, you know that <laughs> sell copies. Well, the thing for the first. Yeah. Well, I think the first time they put a they put a blonde character that's a fucking cop. And I also oh. thought I'd. <laughs> and here's the Red funny knows. thing: I think Street Fighter 2012 came out before Street Fighter 2, so that was possibly the sequel to Street Fighter One at the point yep. at the time. Yep. <sighs> Boy, that was just a misfire on all cylinders. Yeah. Rival schools is tangentially related to Street Fighter, right? Oh no. Yep, there's another one. Isn't, isn't there a character, Ran Hibiki, who learned from Dan or something like that? Oh, uh, they're related. Oh, okay. And, okay, and I, I think so. And I think Sakura was in one of the games as like yep. an unlockable character. Yep. She was only in the console version of Rival Schools. But yeah, it seems like Street Fighter, the lore with certain characters is interesting, but it seems to have that issue like many other fighting games where it's like once they try to think big outside of the tournament, it gets all muddled. Uh, I, I know MK had some success with this with uh, Deadly Alliance, but I, I do feel like the more it went on, the more it got a bit complicated. So maybe they should be a little bit more self-contained i don't know i i don't I go back to tournaments makes sense please what were you saying Dayburger? i was gonna say I, I i think it would be interesting if they did a more compiled sort of narrative like either do like some sort of movie or some sort of book that kind of explains everything in a cohesive narrative for people who actually do like really want to follow that because you're right, you know, we've kind of been talking about it. There's a lot of bits and pieces scattered about throughout the the different Capcom IPs that all link together back to Street Fighter. So I think like a compendium or some something to that extent would really be nice as a uh, as a follow up to like the next game or something. Like they release kind of like a here's how you can explain everything to your friends book <laughs> about the Street Fighter universe. Oh, like like what they did with the like what they did with Zelda. They made that book and it's like a Zelda encyclopedia. Do the same thing with Street Fighter. Oh, Hyrule has yeah. Yeah. Story for Zelda. So now we just need the I would have that Street on my Fighter coffee table. Story, yeah. yeah. I'd have that on my coffee table for sure. Yeah, I'd buy it. Hmm. Well, since you mentioned book, that makes me—it's complete. It's a complete side tangent, but I wonder how like canon the um the Street Fighter tabletop like RPG game is because that has a lot of like random characters and like data in regards to like M Bison's base and stuff. So I'm curious if that's like canon at all anymore. Can, can I? I just want to say because I actually found because those books have been long out of print. So there's a fan compendium. There's like a compilation of all the material from the different books that they made. And I actually yeah. was running a campaign for that. That system is fucking dumb. Like there's some <laughs> absolutely busted shit that your character can do. And it's super easy and early to get like, 
the ice mechanics like doing ice blasts oh my yeah don't even it's just it's just dumb but it's a lot of fun it really is it's a, it's a different system so if if you just grab a couple buddies i definitely recommend trying it out that pdf is not that hard to find it was like the first thing that showed up in a google search so i definitely recommended it there's a lot to learn because the mechanics are very different from anything like dnd vampire stuff like that but it once you figure it out and like start like getting to where the fights are good it's 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 really interesting lots of flavor text too if you're a fan of that at all so uh, much yeah. it's a white wolf game so they they do that a lot that reminds me there was this uh street fighter trading card game that they tried for a little bit i actually bought a deck that was like three dollars at this comic book store i'll have to find it and take a look at it and see what i could learn from it there have been so many games and movies and IPs that have just had a fight at a trading card game for some random freaking reason that have never worked. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So that doesn't surprise me that Street Fighter had one. Hey, man, uh, look, we need that, that Street Fighter puzzle game again. Come on. Just oh, like Tetris. Dude, I'd, I'd love a freaking uh, another puzzle fighter. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, same, same. Can we bring back Pocket Fighter? Wait, that oh, was a thing right. too? I, I like that game. Oh, but back yeah. to the actual characters themselves, there is this website Capcom put up called the Activity Reports, where they have told you things about just characters of the Street Fighter universe that you never thought you needed to know, but now you know it. Do you remember the opening of Street Fighter 2? There's these yes. two characters fighting, like, yeah, right below no, a building, street. and one punches the other out. Bum, bum, they bum, have bum, names. Bum. The guy on the right, the blonde, is called Scott. And the, the dark dude getting punched out on the left side is named Max. Yes, yeah, really. Yeah. They have names and profiles. And they're trapped on this website that is like deeper than the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow. But have some fun going through that sometime. You will be surprised at what you learn and what Capcom practically leaves on the cutting room floor. We were just talking about Street Fighter 2010. They have Kevin Stryker on that website with a full profile. <laughs> hey, I gotta look. Now I'm now I'm even more curious. I gotta look at this later. I I'm there's sure the, there's even like older characters have some updated costumes. I think Crimson Viper has an updated costume. I'm sure like there's body suit. I'm sure there's like normal factoids that tell you that Chung Lee can crush a man's head with their thighs. That'd be one lucky dude. Best death ever. Thick thighs save lives after all. Really cool way to die. Or end them in this case. <laughs> all right so i guess we can move on to number eight so what are some of the best and worst mechanics that they've introduced into street fighter oh okay I, I would say i would say one of the best i would have to say is the parrying system in street fighter 3 and uh that and that little special ex move thing that you can do and again, the uh, the the multi-tier super move thing that they did in uh, Street Fighter Alpha 1, 2, and 3, I wish they would bring that back. And uh, the one thing that I did not like was the, uh, I'm probably going to be put on, probably going to be put on blast for this, but the ultra move system in Street Fighter 4, mainly because, like, that was the only, like, 
like once the fight was like, once the round was over that bar would reset and it was really hard to get it built up like you'd have to practically damn near kill yourself to get it full to get it filled up again mm. i thought they could have just made these like alternate super moves or something that's that's all i gotta say on that really i don't got much yeah i i would say i really like the pairing system in three even though I, I can see why people say it's hard to master but when you pull it off man it's so satisfying one of the worst mechanics i think for some games is the addition select for some of the characters like i've noticed that there are certain street fighter games where you can pick uh a legacy like iteration that was worked on in the past that's broken so if you want to play with like vanilla sagat in one of these games you can do that where he has like high tier damage um i was playing one of the collections where that was available across the board and i was like what the fuck is this so i can i can just sit there in the corner and keep like kicking the person and their health is going down like 50 percent. that's awesome but it is broken so uh i i just don't like when that feature is implemented in street fighter games anyone else i am a big fan of ex moves and the fact that uh it depends on the game because ex moves where it happens to take up the same meter as your super combo it really makes you think about when to use them but i kind of disagree with the ultra combo because in street fighter 4 you can still use ex moves but you can have some type of super special move in the wings as you're either getting beat up or using other mechanics of the games effectively but i like ex moves better in 4 because then at least if you use them you have another option as far as what i'm not a big fan of of street fighter now i'm getting crucified custom combos i've never been a fan of them even when they were introduced in the alpha series and especially in the alpha 3 uh there was a specific system called theism that utilized custom combos and that absolutely people who were good with that ran rough shot on alpha 3 and that's why I feel the game didn't have as long of a shelf life as other Street Fighter games did because of custom combos. But that's about it. Couldn't everybody just infinite with custom combos? Uh, they could juggle with them, practically. Good God. You want to do a fucking infinite? <laughs> Learn? <laughs> oh, God. I'm not a fan of V-Trigger at all and in V-Reversal in general. With the Street reversal, yeah, I don't. I it's hard. Street Fighter Five, period. It's, <laughs> I I don't mind like V Trigger, but just the reversal shit is just. It got on my nerves when you fight like a really good Ryu and they kept doing that stupid block move. Oh my god, man! I just I don't I don't like the uh, I don't like those a lot of fighting games these days that just like gate stuff behind a bar like that like. I don't feel like I'm playing Street Fighter Five unless I'm, you know, in V Trigger, basically, which really sucks because let me play your damn game, please. Don't gate my potential behind this little bar, you know? Sucks. I like the concept of V Trigger. It's a way to make characters more unique by having that particular quirk behind this meter. But yeah, the idea of gating moves behind them. 
like signature moves behind them uh again karen in street fighter 5 her guren ken techniques were locked behind a v trigger i think i think i think that was that happened with certain characters certain characters moves were locked behind v trigger which probably the only reason i don't even like v trigger is because it could do that alex can't get his ddt unless he has like v trigger too it's weird Mm-hmm. You, I can't do Bison's regular cycle crusher unless I use V Trigger too. Like I can't, I can't entirely hate it. It's a nice way to make the, it's a nice way to make matches interesting and more intense. But otherwise, for certain characters, V Trigger handicaps them. Oh yeah, it definitely handicaps Bison. You, you better be relying on those foot stomps or those slides. Anyone really else on this question? That much? <laughs> so he won Evo, so... Well, it's been a long time since I fought a bison, so I, I really can't say. Uh, last one I fought was trash, so it just depends. But anyone else on this question? Uh, I liked Guard Crush. Is Guard that Crush where you... in Alpha 3. And there was a meter right below your health bar. If the opponent was blocking too much, that meter went down. And if it went down all the way, they were guard crushed and completely open to whatever your next attack is. Isn't that in uh, Street Fighter V as well? Not to my knowledge. Some people smash your guard. Like a fully charged Abigail headbutt can guard break you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but those are character unique. It's not a system-wide mechanic. Uh, yeah, okay. It's I mean, partially. It, it, it reminds me of uh, the original like Soul Edge, like Soul Blade, where your weapons could break if you guarded with them too much. I know, I know, I'm stretching with that, but this sort of reminds me of. Anyone yeah. else? Just <laughs> <laughs> went quiet. No, I just, uh, I, like- I just like the idea because it just prevents guard abuse. I miss close normals from Street Fighter 4, I can't lie. It's like having a little extra dimension to your moveset by having a certain amount of moves that only activate when you're really close to your opponent. I miss that. I have a side question, actually. Um, what's everyone's favorite super in the whole series? Sho- uh, Shinryu- uh, Shoryurepa from Ken. I bet I've always felt that was iconic. And a lot of characters like to kind of, you know, have their own variation on that, like Akuma, Only, and I think Dan has one. Oni's uh, second Ultra, where it, where he fucking launches you, and, and then he does some anime shit in midair. Nigga went full anime in the second Ultra. That's, that's all you I'm, I'm a second that one. I'm I'm trying to think of a I think the one in Street Fighter 4 with like Ryu where he does the Shin Shuriken and he like breaks the guy's jaw like in slow motion <laughs> dude that shit is awesome I love it it's like their face turns into a flat pancake remember, <laughs> you see them hit remember, remember they locked Shin Shuriken for uh, that Ryu challenge in Street Fighter 5 oh they did sure yes the the real challenge of Street Fighter Five was basically Third Strike Ryu, like the complete Third Strike Ryu. 
I'm still mad. That's a, that's not like a regular move that he has that he can do or a regular super. Nope. Uh, it's unfortunate. The My only favorite super, Dudley's Rolling Thunder. Especially the Street Fighter 4 version where he says, keep it classy, dashes it, punches you, and then it's from the third person of Dudley. And he's like hooking you left, right, left, right, left, right. And then he does a big uppercut finish. It is the coolest super in Street Fighter, in my opinion. I just like any super where, um, like, not just the only one I mentioned, but uh, any super where someone gets hit and they fly into, like, the television screen. And oh, you see, so you see their... the, the Seth Ultra. Yeah, think, you see their I face. I think Hakan had that, too, if I'm not mistaken. The uh, oil guy. Yes. He had an ultra combo like that. <laughs> what about that. you, Dave Berger? Right. Uh, kind of hard to say. There's a lot I like. Um, I don't really have a particular favorite. Okay, that's fair enough. But so that and Oro's Super Art One, both of them. You either get into this stance where your next punch attack will be a grab, and it's either the cartoony grab, or it's an air grab where he sends you back to the ground on your head with his feet. And again, I... returning to the EX version of that super where he actually uses his oh. second arm oh. to pick you up, and then you hear this sound, and then you crash down like a meteor. <laughs> I'd also like to point out I had a um, I had a high school U.S. history teacher that looked like Oro if he wore regular everyday clothes. I'd be it was fucking hilarious. frightened, man. I'd be like, oh my god. Oh. I didn't I didn't like him very much, but that's a different story. <laughs> I, I liked. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I like the Kuma's new Rage and Demon, where you get to see the Rage and Demon for the first time, like how it how it works. Like Akuma punches you multiple times. From left, right, up, down. That shit was brilliant on Street Fighter Five side. I would give an honorable mention to Zangief's Siberian Blizzard. Especially in EX where he jumps into the stratosphere to pile drive you. Yes. It's like everything about that is dynamic turned up to 11. I can't even actually describe why I think it's cool. It just is. Look at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a simple bitch like Sonic Boom. I, I, I just like how it looks and how simple it is. And most of uh, Cody's moves as well, especially um, when he beats people with the pipe. I, I found that glorious. But in terms of something that's more simpler, Nash's super combo in Street Fighter V. Oh, you mean when he sneaks up behind you and he, he uses sneaks the... up behind you, he does a straightforward sonic attack, like a big side slash across your face. I like Nothing that super. Kid. I like oh, that super doing? for one reason. It's because if you hit someone with it and if they decide to rage quit, it's just Nash standing behind them. <laughs> and the other character is like completely unaware. So amazing. But we're going to move on to question number nine. So rank your best and worst Street Fighter game. Note that all versions and all iterations count. 
Oh, god dang. So there's a lot to pick from, which is your uh, favorite and your worst? I can't I can't answer, but all, but the exception of Street Fighter 1 being the worst one. That's all yeah, I'm Yeah, we should eliminate Street now. Fighter 1 from this because... That's too easy. Well, it's too easy. count anymore? It, it is way too easy. Oh, oh Street Fighter 5 is the worst one. Go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've got... <laughs> I've got I've got one that I'm I've got one. My most favorite is obviously Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. It's considered my favorite game. My least favorite Street Fighter, and I can't believe nobody mentioned this. Street Fighter the movie, the game. <laughs> you know, no. let's see Long's no. favorite fighting game. The Mortal Kombat game? The one that had the digitized yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you a story about that. I okay. got I got so frustrated with that game that I snapped it in half and I actually got punished for like a day. Wait, wait, which <laughs> version you played? The PS One, Sega Saturn. Oh, I heard the Saturn version was better. Or am I or am, or am I thinking wrong? Capcom was in charge of the home port. Garbage. If it uh, was, I still broke the motherfucker. So, well, funny you, thing. You, go ahead. I said funny thing about that game. I I went to a flea market one time and uh, I got that and Tekken three together for ten dollars at a flea market. Case and everything. <laughs> oh, well, Ren, you will not like the arcade. It's more bullshit in the arcade version. Well, Jojo, you got a good game and a bad game. Congrats. Cool. I'm sorry, but Street Fighter the movie, the game, a game where you can counter counter throw somebody and have the arcade cabinet yell out Slam Master can't possibly be that bad. <laughs> My favorite game is probably Ultra Street Fighter 4. I know that 4 gets a lot of slack but I feel that it's the perfect balance of all things Street Fighter. It was a back-to-basics game. Every single mechanic they added just works. Red Focus just works. It's a thing that you spend a lot, but the payoff of an instant high-level focus attack. I like the idea of focus attack, and a lot of moves can break your focus attack. So it's a matter of you know exactly what to do in every situation. Nothing really feels too helpless. And there's so many characters. Like, everything's represented. There's all the characters from 2. There's characters representing Alpha. There's characters representing Street Fighter 3. There's a lot of characters representing Final Fight. Like, no stone was left unturned practically. I feel like it's the complete Street Fighter package. As far as the worst, I'm not that big a fan of the Alpha series. I feel like there's not too much going for it, and what it does have going for it, again, I've talked way too much about how I despise custom combos, just absolutely take a lot of the competitive fun out of the game it's who gets their custom combo first i think alpha's just the worst from a competitive standpoint i mean say whatever you want about five but every character is unique every character kind of has a chance it feels a bit more honest than other games and i feel like there's at least some measure of Street Fighter within its DNA.
But that's about all I have to say. Anyone else? Hold on, Ryan. What do you mean you haven't played much of the Alpha series? I, I admitted it earlier in the podcast. I only played like Alpha 3 for a little bit. Not enough Wait. to really get which, all the systems. Uh, it which, was the one that was on PSP? Oh, the best version. No, you, you did a good job. You did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I, I, I don't think anyone told me that was the best version, but since um, Emu Paradise only really had that version. I, uh, I, think, yeah. I, I, I think I did it. I said in Alpha 3 Max on the PSP, you had all the characters and, yeah. and all the stages. I, I think I couldn't find the ISO as well for the PS1 version, so I was like, fuck it, I'll get PSP and see if it works. And it surprisingly is really good. It, it's like the easiest Street Fighter Alpha to emulate, pretty much. If anything, the exception to my dislike of Alpha is Alpha 2. Hmm. I feel like that's the just the right Alpha game. Okay, so for uh, worst Street Fighter iterations, let's talk about that Rainbow Edition. <laughs> worst? <laughs> you mean the best? <laughs> I just heard that is like heavily God. crazy and wacky and you can oh, just it's it's street fighter if you don't give a shit like you just want weird shit to happen there you go <laughs> you just want to play a you just want to play a, a street fighter version that's also a comedian it's you like rainbow edition it i i would say rainbow edition's more like if if you mixed street fighter with lsd or something how would you feel about a Ryu that dragon punches and he punches five fireballs on yep, the screen? Makes five fireballs <laughs> appear vertically on the screen as he rises, and you can you like there's, you can switch characters on the fly. You like to shoot one Hadouken? Well, how about more than ten Hadoukens coming to you? Coming funny, to your home. And here's a funny thing: like I discovered that game at a. Uh, when I was going to the gym as a teenager, there was an arcade in one of the rooms and they had that game, but it was the rainbow edition and someone got so pissed, they actually broke the joystick on the player one side. Damn. <laughs> so no one could play as that one. All <laughs> like right. the joystick was gone. I, I'm trying to actually Damn. think though. I, I would say for it's easy for me, like uh vanilla street fighter 5 just i i wasn't really feeling it in terms of uh like my worst pick so that's pretty easy to say because launch was very bare bones uh for the best i would say third strike i just i just love it i always go back to it i always play it it's just something about that game where the fun factor is really high whether you're playing competitively or you're playing against like ai i, I just find that game super enjoyable I'd actually put like three as second worst because you're comparing it to like the classic gameplay of two and the expansion upon the classic gameplay of four and just the theatrics of five. I wasn't that fond of a lot of the new characters in, in three. Yeah, um, I, I can see I the find, character. I find that parrying is one of those things I just sort of forget to do. I know it's there, but for the life of me, I would just rather block. I, I can see that the character selection is probably not that great. I can totally admit that. But just in terms of fun factor, I think it's a more fun game than five was at launch, like by miles. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a game outside of Capcom that handled parrying better. Which one? Garou, Mark of the Wolves. 
I've never played that, ironically. It is. I have. It's, it's really game. good. It's a Fatal Fury game from SNK, and it has a mechanic called Just Defend. Yep. You can block an attack, but if you block at just the right moment, you just defend it and forego any and all block recovery. Yep, like you get frame, you get invulnerability frames there, I think. That's easier to do than pressing forward, I will admit. Yeah. That's why I like Garou better than Third Strike, but that's not here yeah. nor there. And if you yeah. keep doing it, your health slowly grows, like grow back. Which is kind of broken. But it makes sense. So, favorite, least favorite Street Fighter. Uh, anyone else want to take it? Yeah, so for, for me, I would probably say my favorite just because it was the one that I played the most is Street Fighter Alpha 3. I really enjoy that game. I, I always had fun with it and I enjoy playing it with my friends. Uh, least favorite, I probably have to agree with Ren. Uh, when Street Fighter V first launched, I was I was really excited leading up to the release of it, and then when it was pretty much the same beta that I had played up to that release that was put on a disc, yeah, I wasn't a happy camper for paying sixty bucks. But hey, they got me back twice because I bought Arcade Edition and then I bought freaking Championship Edition for PC. So. Um, honorable mention, though, uh, Super Street Fighter 2 on Sega Genesis. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Visually and audio, it's just not It's not a good port. There was a Super Street Fighter 2 on the Genesis? There yeah. Was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about that. Yep, it, and it's, though I would, I would say it's more playable if you've got a six-button controller and you just turn your TV down. Like, just mute the TV and put on, like, a... Put on like a nine, like some some nineties music or something. There you go. <laughs> the only Genesis port of Street Fighter I played was Champion Edition, which got me into at least that part of Street Fighter Two was Champion Edition. Same here. That was that was probably the second version of Street Fighter Two I ever played. I still have that, my cartridge of it somewhere. That was when Vega if Vega does like two three grabs, the match is over. That's what I liked about it. Vega was fucking OP in that game. Champion edition where Bison can scissor kick you two times and suddenly you don't know where you are. Uh, yes. Ren, what it was to answer your question, Ren, it was you had to press start with the three button controller to switch between punches and kicks. Yep, you had no way to pause the game, like if you had a three button controller. The only time you could ever pause the game is like literally in between matches, like right on the versus screen. Yep. Not great. Or or if you had a six button controller, then you could just pause whenever. That's, that's still what, pretty that's still pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, so. I agree. Well, any other questions on this before we move on? Going once, going twice. Oh, soul to the horror, I guess. Alright, so <laughs> well, I got we, two of them now, nice. All right, so we're moving on to question number 10. How do you feel about crossover games involving the Street Fighter IP? So, um, oh boy, here we Marvel, go. Marvel, you know, Capcom versus SNK. All right. Thoughts on here, that? Here we go. Here we go. I've been waiting for this one. Go ahead. Cap Capcom versus SNK 1 and 2 were my, I mean, don't get me wrong, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was definitely an iconic game. Don't want to take that away. It's just. I love those games so much because of the large roster, the presentation, the soundtrack. Like, I dare you to play CVSNK1 and 
try not to hum any of the music after you played it for a couple hours, especially CVS and K's two, you know, uh, that bus station music. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, true love. I like that. This is yeah. true love we're making. This is a true love we're making. Yeah, this that's a good song. Bacon. <laughs> yep. I love that song, and I love the mechanics. Like, I like how in Capcom versus SNK2, you can you can unlock the, the thing that lets you make your own ism or fighting style all the way down to, like, how you want your characters to run. Do you want them to dash, or do you want them to just hop a little bit and do you want them to have super jumps air blocks how you want your super bar to work i just thought that was incredible and i really really wish capcom and snk would just kiss and make up so we can have that game ported on like ps4 or steam with working online you know online play and stuff that's that's the one i want i was and uh as for like other IPs, I would love to see like a fighting game do the do the Namco cross Capcom thing where it's like just various Capcom and Namco characters in one fighting game like they did with the RPGs. Mm. And and uh for and for just an added layer of bulk bullshittery uh Street Fighter versus Guilty Gear. Like take all my money. Take it. If you make it, take it. The I'll write you a check. Rumors. Of Sammy versus Capcom back yep, in the from mid- the mid two thousands. Oh, they! I think they even went as far as like designing a title screen at one point, but they didn't do anything else with it or something. I but will yeah. say that Capcom crossing over with themselves just the very concept seems to be cursed. Uh, Capcom fighting all stars was an idea that basically got slaughtered. Even at location tests, people weren't feeling it. It was an incredibly schizophrenic game, and it was the game that spawned Ingrid, if you're ever familiar with that character. Oh, yeah. I remember so that her. game had the ability to go places, but it just never did. And out of that steaming pile came another steaming pile, Capcom Fighting Evolution. God, I I rented that and I wanted my five dollars back. Uh, it it took it took a bunch of Street Fighter games, add in some Darkstalkers characters who have all the advantages in the world, and then throw in characters from this fucking beat 'em up turned boss rush game called Red Earth. It was very yeah, that was weird. yeah, it was one of their earlier. It was one of their earlier games. It was like fantasy based, and they had like some kind of lion dude as one of the characters. You like, could team Leo. Yeah, like you could team Sakura with a giant dinosaur. Good old Hauser. And they managed to botch that. Because <laughs> in Marvel vs. Capcom, you can have her team up with the Hulk. I always saw them together whenever I played uh, Marvel vs. Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. But I'm not going to lie, when they want to be a lot more traditional with their fighting games, usually knock it out of the park. You've already heard the tons of mentioning of how Capcom vs. SNK is the bee's knees. Yes. I, yes. I prefer one over two. There's a lot more love in one in the presentation. The, uh-huh. the Stephen Hawking announcer voice. Love the announcer in that game. I love him. Round one. This will be a future legend. 
It's the versus <laughs> screen where you're practically going through a t- giant tunnel to pick your characters off these like rows and oh my god, there's so much creativity. You literally start a stage in a gigantic car pileup. Yep, the car stage where like it's the amazing. tunnel has all these cars exploding. You boom. Yeah. Yeah, it starts out like it's an arcade game, but then an arcade game, and then boom, car crash. And then there are these two people fighting for no reason. Yes. They pick this spot. Uh, and Capcom vs. SNK2, the GOAT. You take the systems from six different games from both companies. Mm-hmm. You pick a bunch of left-field characters like Eagle and Maki and Hibiki from the Last Blade series. Rock Howard from Mark of the Wolves. You toss them into this game with like 40-some characters, and it's amazing. Even the announcer of the game is that. The announcer's really good in that. Like, live and let die. I know that you'll be back. This team's too powerful. What's up with that? He's an, he's an announcer. You could, you could tell that guy was having a lot of fun with his job. Yes. But Capcom vs. SNK 2 is the total package, and it's kind of a crime that it's been 20 years, and Capcom vs. SNK 3 isn't so much as a whimper. Isn't there like a isn't there like a relationship issue with like Capcom and SNK with uh, yeah how it went it, down? Yeah, like I think like Capcom like when they made. I think it was CVS one when that one was when that one was made. Like, I think all, if not most, of the money went to Capcom, like the profits, and SNK got kind of the the short end of the stick there. So that was kind of the, that was kind of one of the reasons why you don't see Capcom and SNK crossing over much more, except that in that card game that was on the DS. And like uh, Capcom and SNK's relationship is. We'll make the game, but the game we make, we get most of the profits. <clears throat> and this was at a point at a time when SNK died for the first time. Yep, they they yep their their IPs went to a company called Playmore at the time, and then they shit out SVC Chaos, and that had that had pretty much all Street Fighter characters, with the exception of the secret characters. Yep, it had a. Uh... It had uh, some witch chick who was from a Capcom game. Oh, yep. that reminds me. I'm surprised no one brings this up. The uh, SNK versus Capcom card fighter game that was on the uh, the Neo Geo Battle, uh, the Neo Geo Pocket Color and the yeah. Nintendo DS. Those were actually kind of fun if, yeah. you're, if you're a dork like me and you like card games. I play them. They're interesting ideas, but mm-hmm. you don't really see much of it anymore. Like... I know they've attempted the Puzzle Fighter idea recently, but that was a mobile game that had an eight-month lifespan. Yeah, that I, I didn't even I didn't even touch that game as soon as I heard of it. It looked dumb. I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, you'd think that it would be super popular because it's got Dante in it, like from the beginning. My well, phone rejected the idea of having me play it. Not to well, mention, not to mention when you first. You saw the first look, they kind of look ugly and, and not like the Puzzle Fighter uh, chibis you're you used They were just... I didn't like the art style. They looked like Precious Moments figurines or something. Yeah. Yeah. They were ugly. 
it seems like Capcom has converted from being in bed with like other companies to just being comfy in bed with uh, Namco because all the Tekken shit. Can we talk about Street Fighter Cross Tekken? Or uh, yeah, game. it counts. Yeah. It counts. I want disc DLC so bad to like that game because oh, when it plays like Street Fighter, when it plays like Tekken, it is unlike anything else. Then they had Gems. Then they had Pandora. These two systems that you don't even use them. Tournaments wouldn't even use them. You don't even know what they are. You forgot about them. Hmm. Not to mention how broken and exploitable that game was. Like, like this is how I always, this is how this subtle fights always go for me. Like, light punch, medium punch, heavy punch, switch. Light punch, light kick, medium kick, heavy kick, switch. Like, whoever gets that started has already won the fight. Like, if you're in that loop, you might as well just put the controller down. You're done. That's it's what made me hate that game. Because the Tekken side is some of the most fun I've had playing them. It's like. Yeah, characters like, like Nina. Characters like Nina work really well in this system. Yeah, you same combine, with like You combine their Tekken strings with Street Fighter special moves. It's like I would like more of that. Like, I've already mentioned my love of target combos. Tekken characters have target combos up the wazoo. I feel like I dodged a bullet with this game because I didn't get it. But the only thing I remember is that fucking Cole McGrath was like a DLC character. Yeah. <laughs> only in the PlayStation. Oh yeah, Box version. Art Mega Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mega Man. And they the had bad Box Art Mega Man at the they peak got... of Mega Man's popularity. Don't forget, don't forget Pat Pac Man driving a little robot thingy. Yes. Like it, it the kooky shit like that. I'm okay with that. I understand why people were upset because Mega Man showed up at the worst possible time, but it shows that the people behind that game were having fun, especially Ono, the, who directed it. Mm, yeah. They had some very um, god-tier alternate costumes in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I'll give it that much. Did you ever see King as Alex from that game? It looked so good. No, I haven't. Oh, you, can get Chun, you can get Chun-Li in a panda costume in that game. I just thought I'd point that out. Kill it. Like, I, get, I get a game with my favorite Street Fighter character and my favorite Tekken character. They work well together. And then the game just kind of vanished because it sort of sabotaged itself at the end. Uh, well, yeah. you know, I, I have the best question. Do you ever think that Tekken X Street Fighter is coming out? No, no I no. think they just failed. <laughs> at no. the time they were doing it, they had Tekken Tag 2 coming out. They were developing Tekken 7, which sold like gangbusters. I can't see them going back. I feel like the initial Street Fighter Cross Tekken poisoned the well. Like, it is something they can make with minimal problem, but with Tekken being the way it is, why would they? Yeah. Akuma being in Tekken 7 is enough. I, was yes. say, I think they got Akuma out of that deal, and I think I that's would... probably where that project stopped. Of course, I would love to see it, but I don't think Tekken Cross Street Fighter as an idea works as well as Street Fighter Cross Tekken did because you're dealing with a 3D game now. Street Fighter characters will be lost. And the closest we'll get Capcom versus SNK3 is Tekken 7. Right, Geese? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Featuring The Walking Dead for some reason. That game has a lot of crossovers, but uh... Don't forget uh, Smash Brothers with the Street Fighter characters and Terry. Yeah. 
Like, Ryu and Terry can fight each other in Smash, but not in a game released from both companies. There's one crossover I want back, and I think everyone, uh, James would know if he was in this podcast, but <laughs> I think uh, I think all of you would know what I'm about to say. Uh, can we have the Street Fighter EX series come back just one more time? Yeah, see if they can. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. I'm, I'm sure they'd get it right this time. This concept is trapped in a comic book series, and I would like to see it become a video game. Darkstalkers versus Street Fighter. Oh, that would be interesting. Yes. They should give, like, the Capcom fighting evolution thing another try, but just, they you know, not, not do anything like that. I especially think, like, since, since Marvel versus Capcom is dead now, I think they probably would want to do a different, like, team fighter like that. So why not just give that a shot again? I wouldn't mind seeing Red Earth people come back as well. I actually kind of like Red Earth, so... I don't even mean just the team concept of, like, a Capcom All-Stars game. I would like to see that get second life. Especially with all the new Capcom IPs present. Didn't they kind of do one that's like a mobile game or something and it's actually not bad? There were several attempts and they all failed and died. Like, wasn't there one called Teppin or something? Uh, Teppin is like the lone exception, and Capcom is just lent those IPs out to another company. Right, I'm, I'm just saying that that one wasn't bad, so... But you're right, Capcom, Capcom just loaned them the IPs and let them do whatever, I guess. I kind of wish that um, they would do the whole Capcom All-Stars thing, because, uh, it's like Hades said, and uh, that Marvel license and all the stuff there is it's a lot of red tape. So uh, they're better off just trying that or maybe trying like uh, crossing over with uh, more of their fighting game brands. Like I, I, I did enjoy the X-Men and Street Fighter stuff in the past, but I know that probably will not happen again. So it just yeah, sucks. Disney has anything to say about it. Yeah, it just sucks. This is no way because they're going to be like, well, you know, Capcom, you're going to dish over like a billion dollars and you're going to like it. Get, <laughs> maybe we can finally get the ever mythical crossover of Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say that. too because, well, people have been saying that for years and I, I just kind of don't see it working because I know that um, when it came to fatalities, they were very anal uh, with Kratos like he he can't do this he can't do that so it's just a headache and i think capcom will do the same thing to uh nether realm so there's that it's two different companies two different schools of thought two different ideas they yeah. would not get along and there would just be some the the result of the contamination would just be too hazardous yeah, like it would it would probably be a situation like like what they did with Mortal Kombat versus DC where only the Mortal Kombat characters and the bad guys could have fatalities. And like Now I when don't you say a... fatalities. fatalities. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't see like a lot of Street Fighter characters, you know, doing any ultra except for maybe like the bad guy like, characters not obviously. Everyone can be Akuma. 
Like, wasn't it fatalities and heroic brutality, some weird shit like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like the care, like the DC heroes would do, like they would just do some flashy move, but it wouldn't kill the character. Like you could see them withering around on the ground, like oh, they're just no. hurt, but they're still alive. Well, well, the closest was the Joker, but in MK versus DC, they didn't kill it for whatever god reason. Well, hey, that so, wasn't so... Superman's like spiking the person into the ground, so yeah, it's like... that would. That would, like, reduce the person's skeleton to dust. Tying this back to Capcom, yeah. back when fighting all-stars was a thing, they were experimenting with the idea of a flashy finishing move that didn't necessarily kill, but it was like a finishing blow. Kind of like what they did in Guilty Gear. Mm, it's more like the astral finish of Blaze Blue. It doesn't okay, yeah. kill, but it's like super flashy it's, and stylish it's, it's like it's like a it's like a finishing move but it's, it's in that flashy. style so they were experimenting with it but nothing pardon the pun nothing too fatal huh. i like that nothing too fatal oh man uh, i just i just hope i hope they think about it at least in the future because there's so many compelling ideas not all of them work but at least the ones that do and the ones they can manage they could pull something out because uh that dream about marvel is probably dead boys especially after mvcr yeah jesus rest in peace marvel 3 gave me a lot of good years that's probably my favorite crossover title for reference marvel 3 I'm sad I'm probably never going to get another one now. I I like Marvel 3 more than Marvel 2. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is just... It's that Smash Brothers style of... You can tell there's so many details to make the characters as authentic as possible. Like when they put Deadpool in that game, he was so incredibly Deadpool. Or when they put Dante in the game and he has like 40 different special moves. They went above and beyond. Or they somehow made a, a Phoenix Wright work too. They just it's that like, game was like a home run. Outside Crimson, of X Factor, Crimson Viper, when she was added to Marvel vs. Capcom three, she kept the EX moves from Street Fighter four. It's details like that that made me appreciate Marvel three. I think that's about it. All I can think of. But gentlemen, we're gonna move on to the final oh, question. I Oh, I just wanted to get a few thoughts in because I hadn't got to go. Oh, go ahead, my uh, bad. Well, for starters, I'm surprised nobody brought up Tasunoko versus Capcom because I thought that that was a pretty fun game for what it was. I, yeah, it sucks that it was Wii exclusive, um, but a fun time to be had. I mean, it kind of set the groundwork for what ended up being Marvel versus Capcom 3. So um, I feel it, like when Marvel 3 came out, it just completely ate that game's lunch. Well, yeah. I mean, I and, never and again, it play TVC again. Um, the Wii exclusivity probably didn't help with that. Um, you know, because you have to go through the extra mile of like getting an arcade stick that works with the Wii and everything like that. With you know, PS3 and Xbox 360, that's not really an issue. Like most USB uh, controllers were. Wasn't it Japan the Wii exclusive? Because it came no. out in America too. Yeah, I have oh, an American okay. copy of it. Yeah, with extra characters, no less. Frank West, right? Yep, there was, even an, yeah. there was even an arcade stick that came out for it. I actually have one somewhere here. I just got yeah, to find I've, it. I've seen it a couple of times. It's, it's a pretty neat arcade stick, and I want to say it's Hiori that made it. I could be wrong about that. 
but I, I I know it's decent quality. It's not just some like you know throwaway stick like the freaking uh, WWE well, All Star Brawl if, stick. If it's made by Hori, then uh, expect quality at least. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I know I'm kind of in the vocal minority with this. I never really thought Street Fighter Cross Tekken was a bad game, per se. Like, I understand that it's very flawed in a lot of aspects, but I always had fun playing it. Like, a lot of this perspective, though, comes from a non-competitive standpoint. I've never really taken games like that super seriously. That's why I can play Mugen games like Famicom Fighters. (laughs) You know, it's, it's like, I don't take those games so seriously that it spoils the fun, so... Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like that, but I will say, because we did bring up Capcom versus SNK2, and I do love that game a lot, but fuck the console ports, because they have a mode that enables the use of the right stick to use, to do specials, so fuck that. <laughs> fuck Does that, that happen noise. on the uh, PS2 version as well? I don't so know I if know that happens on the PS2 fact. version, but for the OG Xbox version and the GameCube version, yeah. it does. It's definitely in the GameCube version. Oh. Yeah. Wait, for what game? Capcom SNK 2? Capcom versus SNK 2. Yeah, with yeah. the with the original Xbox and the GameCube version, you could uh, choose a mode that allowed you to use specials on the right stick. Ew. It was called EO, as in, like, easy operation? I think so, yeah. Not I to mention, that. the farther you pushed the stick, the higher level your super was for things that were mapped to supers. Was it the GameCube version, uh was the worst version because like the balancing was updated yeah, yeah. i think so yeah, i was... updated the balance so role yeah. canceling was done i uh, i was told to avoid that version like the plague one thing i will say that i really wish that they would bring back and uh this kind of goes back to an earlier question um some of those games have color editors can we bring that back as like a 3D standard just to have, you know, instead of unlocking colors, just let me make my own yeah, Street Fighter right. Cross Tekken it, it. was sadly you know. in Cross Tekken, but you had to unlock them. You can, Ultra, Ultra Street Fighter Ultra. 2 has it. Yep, Ultra Street Fighter 2 has it right from the get-go yeah. and even for both art styles. Color edit needs to come back. Yes. Yeah, I, I would like to see that return a lot more because like, I, I always have fun with that in any game that is present. Anything with personal customization is a must. What I, what I always do is I make as I make a green phalong with uh, purple pants in that game. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's all I had to add to that. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna move on to the final question here. Uh, very easy one. What's your favorite Street Fighter theme or original soundtrack? Um. I would say if I'm picking like a individual theme, I like Akuma's theme from Street Fighter 3. Just the whole soundtrack of that in general. I just like how the music goes for that. It's is a nice blend of like traditional hip hop and also um, you know, traditional like sounds and you know old music uh combining into one. So they did a lot of experimental stuff with that soundtrack and I really appreciate it. Anyone else? Um, I would, I would have to say my favorite song in Street Fighter. Obviously, after it, you know, everyone says Guile's theme goes with everything. Well, I disagree. Ken's theme goes with everything. The one from Street Fighter Two. Guile's theme is too easy. Yeah, come yeah, on. It, yeah, it is. Think for a second. I did it for the memes. 
Yep. It is too easy for the memes. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. And of course, my favorite overall soundtrack, I would have to say a tie between Street Fighter, the Super Nintendo version of Street Fighter 2 specifically, because I, I don't know why, it's just that game's soundtrack, sound chip sounds so iconic to me. And, uh, and, and I'd also say Street Fighter 3 Third Strike had the best soundtrack. It's, like like what Ren said, it's got a good blend of hip hop and techno and some other stuff. And I'm not even, and I love it. And I'm not even a fan of hip hop. Like I will always hum the the character select screen theme all the time when like when I'm doing stuff. I think for a second. Um, of all of all of them, singular track shit. Because there's a lot of good ones. But I think overall, the most Street Fighter theme I can think of right now, Cody's Street Fighter 4 theme. His Super Street back. Fighter 4 theme, turn the beat back. And it's like an, an homage to the intro theme to Final Fight. It's amazing. And they and turn the beat back endured. It was in Marvel 3 as Hagger's theme. It came back in Street Fighter 5 as Cody's theme. Ah, uh, others are like mm, Elena's theme in Street Fighter Three Second Impact. I'm not that fond of beats in my head, but I love Tomboy. I I I just like it for the ambience. It's not a catchy theme, but it's a very like focusing theme. And of all the Street Fighter Two stuff, it's like. Phew. Street Fighter 2 is just great across the board. Guile's theme is too easy. Like, it's so memorable, but I don't think anything holds up as well as Ryu's theme. Ryu's theme has just stood so well. There's been so many great remixes of it. Uh, the one in Asura's Wrath is amazing. Um, I just want to point out, if you want to hear a good version of that, I'll look up the version that they used in the the PS2 only game Namco Cross Capcom. Oh, that Cap version of Reuse. That's a good one. Yep, that's a very that's one of my favorite versions of Reuse theme is that one. Um kind of a weird one that I really like a lot. I was always a pretty big fan of Birdie's SF Alpha theme. I couldn't tell you why. I think it just it's incredibly menacing for a character that just wanted to be evil, which was I guess this whole plot line. Street Fighter Alpha. Jury had a good Street Fighter 4 theme too, not 5, but 4 fitter perfectly. Five, 5 Jury's theme was sadly a mess. Just noise. Was that, even a, that's not a, that wasn't even a theme. You want a good, you want a, you want a good 5 theme? Go with Vega. I'm you, want a good five theme? you want a good 5 theme? Go with G's theme. Oh, G's jazzy ass G's, theme is so G's good. G's theme builds up, and it, the payoff is spectacular. Bum, bum. Kareen's SF5 theme is also very good. I I'll say that I much. I think it's, it suits the character. I would also say the um speaking of Street Fighter 5 songs, I would say that the that the that the original title screen song that they had before they changed it in arcade edition, I like that one way better, especially with that with that guitar solo that's sort of in the middle. You know that part. You talking about indestructible? 
No, that's Street Fighter that's Street... 4. I'm talking about Street Fighter 5. Oh, wait, because that's, that's the greatest Street Fighter song is yes. Indestructible. Indestructible is a good song, too. I always hum that song a lot. I'm so sad they took it you out. Heard, you heard the Japanese version of that song. I heard of. The, I heard there was a but Japanese it, it was, version. The Japanese version, though, was definitely titled The Next Door. <laughs> so weird. Oh. It was a weird one. <laughs> But it was the same song. It was just called The Next Door. It was the only difference. When they upgraded to Alter Street Fighter 4, I liked a lot of the uh, unique stage themes they added. The Halfpipe stage got this great little hip-hop track attached to it. There's like, this is our war, Street Fighter 4. <laughs> it's a great theme. It's a great theme. Uh, the one they added for the Jurassic Research Facility, I feel, is incredibly underrated. It has this, since it's obviously a dinosaur stage, it has this Jurassic Park-type sound to it, but uh, I really go to bat for that one. Like, Ultra got some great stuff in general. Relento's theme, especially. God. Relento gets great music. Jazzy New York City 99. God, what a soundtrack. What an OST moment. You're talking about uh, Alex's theme? Not only Alex's, but Ken's. Ken's because as well, yeah. They share both it. Of them were fighting in the subway station. That was fucking brilliant. I, I love that theme so much. It's fucking the, great. The stage, the music, it fits perfectly with both characters. As much as I don't enjoy fighting Gil in Street Fighter 3, I have to give credit to his second impact theme. And Capcom knew that too, because when they brought Gil back for Street Fighter 5, his theme was based off his second impact theme. Uh... Fucking Gil. Ugh. It's alright, Ooh, uh, stop giving me nightmares. Anyone else before we <laughs> move on to outros? Um, uh, I just the Alpha Two intro theme just gets me pumped every time. If this was KOF, I would have given you so many OSTs I like from that series. That a is lot, a, a lot of what a lot of what Street Fighter Five did for the arcade modes. They remixed like the character select themes. They remixed the opening themes for like your ending picture. I feel like listening to those tracks just it does them justice, especially the Street Fighter 2 version. If you want a remnant of what Street Fighter versus Guilty Gear sounds like, look up what they did to the Street Fighter 2 versions of the arcade modes in there. Like hard hitting rock themes all the way. That Steam remix was really good in Street Fighter 5. Oh no, there's another one. Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. That, oh, menu that, theme, that menu theme with the Ken remix? Yes, the, oh yes. That's the best Ken theme. That was really good. And you, you just go. open to it and it hits you in the face. It's, it's incredible. Can I bring that to Evo? Because that also had a good net code. It had rollback. <laughs> It was an Evo. HD Remix was an Evo before. Bring it back. Yeah, I hear you. Because they're doing it online. They're doing online. Replace it with that uh, that Pony Fighter, and we'll be, I'll be fine. 
pony fight. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That that game. They they showed it at the new updated uh slate for Evo this year. If you're not gonna oh, bring so back Dark Strike, at least bring back Triple HD units. I'm fine with that. Fuck man, I'm gonna miss the Marvel Two being on the slate. Fuck it, shit. But, um, I thought that was I thought that was the like the exhibition shit. Yeah, but it, it still was hype regardless. Yeah. Back from the dead, motherfucker. All right, I guess we're gonna move on to outros now since we're done with this. So, Hades, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, on Twitter, find me at Hades underscore Manticore. On YouTube, you can find me at City State Manticore. Sorry, upload dumb videos. I'll try to get back to that soon. And I have Video Games Ho, which is my Let's Play channel. I don't know if I'll ever get back to that, but it's there. Daybreaker. You guys can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Mixer at Daybreaker Rain. Um, I'm going to try to get back into some form of streaming. I'm trying. Uh, at the moment, I'm kind of burnt to a crisp because of today I was outside. So I'm going to wait till that heals up <laughs> before I start getting on camera and streaming again. But I have some stuff in the works, so I, I hope you guys stay tuned. Next up is Inferno. Find me on YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer at Inferno Dragon 3D. And on 343, actually, Inferno Dragon 3D is my Twitter. Sorry, no 2D, just 3D. Next up is Kaneki. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube under the name Google World Order and I think you can find me on PSN and Mixer Kaneki World Order and uh whoever brings up the character 12 from Third Strike get that ass banned <laughs> we don't ever speak of that character wait 12's a character yes. he's every character <laughs> yeah he's multiple characters Jojo yeah. what's your outro dude um, you can find me on Twitter at the Lost Jojo, and you can also find me on uh, YouTube, uh, Mr. Bastard Gamer, Mr. Bastard Gamer. I'm gonna be, I'm working on a stream. I'm streaming the entirety of the PlayStation One version of a uh, Dragon Quest Seven, and I think I'm almost done with the first disc. So you'll probably see me doing that very soon, probably tomorrow, most likely, if I get home from work on time. But yeah, find me there. Rat, rat, where can we find you? On Twitch as Project Rad, on Twitter as The Rad Rad, and on YouTube as Rad Rad's Rad Games, where I've recently put up arcade playthroughs of several Street Fighter games. Alrighty, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at renegadeoperative. Uh, oh, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, I honestly am going to try to get this podcast up by tomorrow. And also, I guess I'm going to be working on an individual video for Last of Us on Grounded because I recently played that and I have a lot to say about it because I got annoyed and frustrated at that mode. So you get to hear me rage. Uh, this is the Infinite Ammo Syndicate signing out. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. And once again, take care. Um, I think the next discussion is going to be Resident Evil 8 and something else. I need to take a look at it. But uh, look forward to that in July. And we will see you guys next time. Later. Later. Bye. Sword Strike. Play that round.
12. 12. No, 12. Get that ass, man. 11. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 25! No, wait, we're dead. No, wait, no, no, no. 